one. What's going on, guys? It is Painkiller Already, episode 1, 135. And tonight we've got a very special guest. we got Steve Love with us. I've been watching Steve Love's YouTube videos for a while now. He does some really cool voice acting. And you may have noticed, I'll get this out of the way right now, Wings has died again. So <laughs> he died again, for real this time. God damn it, Wings. Gonna, we're not going to focus on that. Once, you know. so, can everybody, we talk tell, about everybody go to his channel and tell Wings to stop dying, please. Stop dying. Knock it off. No, so... um. Let's bring this out. I took a lot of heat because anytime anything happens on the show, it's all my fault. I kind of accept that. It's on my channel. but um, And I was part of the gag. But everyone fussed that death was not funny, that it was not something to joke about. Did you guys see any of that or catch any of that saint? <laughs> Lefty. That's bullshit. Those people can kiss a sick monkey's wet ass. Yeah. Stop being a little bitch. Get it was get... hilarious. It, it was, was great. a funny joke. It, no, yeah, I it... switch it around. This is what I do. If I had been the guy that everyone pretended was dead, I would have freaking loved it. And, oh, and as a matter of fact, Wings grabbed more subs last weekend than he had last month. I think I should die next time. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't even care. Like I, I know I do all the tech, and it's, it's hard to have a show when I'm not here recording it. I'll set it up. I'll die on camera. I will fucking do my thing. I'll die on camera, and I'll get a month's worth of subs in a weekend. Now we're talking. No. Yeah. And how does Wing celebrate that? Not upload. <laughs> you know, because all these new subs who are like, you know, either rediscovering him or checking him out or whatever, and um. Yeah, now it's not uploading. And I'll say this. I, I guess I can understand. <laughs> I don't blame you too much for believing us when we said Wings was dead. But all you got to do is look closely if you're watching the video. And Woody and Lefty are doing their best yeah. not to crack up laughing. <laughs> we're joking about not paying the man his cut. And we're joking about raffling off his YouTube channel now that he's dead. Yeah, I know. It was pretty obvious to... Most people that we were joking. Although I but, will say that. Oh, go on. Did you have more? I will say this, and this is something I don't like. Whenever someone thinks they know someone that nobody else knows, they love telling everybody. <laughs> I hate that shit so much. So you, they're in there like, uh oh, he's not dead. He's not dead. Hey, he's not dead. Hey, guys, not dead. Not dead. Not dead. <laughs> Fuck up. It's funny. Uh... Do you think we want you to tell people he's not dead? Obviously, we're trying to play a joke on people. Stop ruining the joke. <laughs> you can't, like, you can't no, tell you the can't internet what that, to do. It, no. no, they're going to... Oh, I don't like, expect it. I'm just letting you know you're a dick when you do it. Well, That's, all right. It, that, that was funny. It was good. It was it was comedic gold. We couldn't have <laughs> planned that any better. The way he showed up. Yeah, no. That's beautiful. Like oh. it, it was so good. And, and for people that don't know, um, with the exception of me, when somebody talks, their face goes like on the forefront. That's how they get the big thing. Like if Kyle were to say something right now, he'd take lefty spot on my screen. And because like it was just lefty reacting, then Burnsy reacting, the lefty reacted, it was just all bouncing back and forth. It was so good. It was so good. I wish I had put a halo on him in post. Like I wish I had thought of that <laughs> and had him come back as an angel with his little ring and, and and his response, because Kyle played on it, he's like, how long were you unconscious? And Wings didn't understand, but he was like, I don't know, about 12 hours? Yeah, because he he, Wings overslept the show. That's what. That's how it all got started. And then after the show ended, we told him to tweet out that he was going to work on his desk, like, as part of the gag, and then not say anything for a while. And, um, and people are still, like, mad at us. 
for playing a joke that's you know, quote unquote not funny. And it's like no, it was funny. It was funny to us. It was funny to Wings. Wings is doing fine. So uh, if you're butthurt by that, you're a stupid ass bitch. That's what I have to say. Well, now you know. There's you, no reason to be butthurt about that. It's just a joke. It's not like Wings was actually hurt in the hospital and we were trying to play it off like he was dead. He just overslept the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, so, and like I said, the, the, my sort of you know rule of thumb, my my guideline is if it was me in Wings' shoes, how would I feel? I would be laughing. I th- I would think it was great. So yeah, it was the whole thing was hilarious. Yeah. So and, and like you said, his, his channel did so well from it. I I think we should all take turns dying. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Lefty's down. Yeah. I bet Steve but, wouldn't mind if we faked his death. Well, I mean, like I wouldn't mind at all if it gets if it gets me more views. But how am I gonna like? Like, why would people all of a sudden start subscribing to my channel if I'm dead? Because I'm the only guy on it. I'm the only guy who makes content. That's a good so, point. That's, that's, know, like, it would just get you a lot of attention. To me, they'd be like, "Oh, well, what's going on?" You know, you know what was kind of cool, like coming from the whole thing. A lot of people stopped taking him for granted, and, and by that I mean a lot of people sort of went through the emotions they would have gone through if he was dead, and realized how much he meant to them, mm-hmm. which is kind of a neat thing. thing like right? a, a lot. Of, what, what would you? What'd you say? Boy, isn't that a good thing? That is a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I think that a lot of people sort of recognize the value that he brought, how important he is to them, and, uh, you know, they, just, I don't know, analyze the feelings they had toward him and the positive stuff that maybe they wouldn't have if the joke never happened. So, I thought it was awesome. And he f- he found it funny, too. When we told him about it, yes. he was into it. He was like, okay, I'll play. And he... he he Skyped me later, and he was like, dude, I want to tweet so bad, but I know I can't. <laughs> so. If nothing else, we kept Wings off Twitter for like 12, 15 hours, and that's a, <laughs> that's a blessing for everyone. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> anyway, for all you guys who were totally butthurt over it, you should probably click off. There's more inappropriate jokes coming. Absolutely. Was, that <laughs> even, was it even inappropriate? I thought, no. how, does, how is well, death inappropriate? It was some idiot out there would be like, hey man, can't joke about death, man. You don't joke about death, man. My grandma's dead. My grandma's dead, man. <laughs> don't make that joke, man. Mm-hmm. I, can't go there. Some things just aren't funny, man. I don't know. All my grandparents are dead. I'm old. Yeah, my <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, people do that. And Wings will someday. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Do we need a new topic? Let's talk about Steve Love. Okay. Because... Oh really? So, All right. Yes. <laughs> yes, because I feel like you are an interesting topic. I have been, I have wanted you as a, as our guest for like a month now. Oh, so, Steve, let oh. me tell you, he's been man crushing on you for a while now. You know, yes. and and oh. so like I wasn't familiar with your channel, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I got this great guy. He does impressions. He's fantastic." And everyone's like, "All right, so that's that's a direction." <laughs> and then every week Kyle's like we gotta get Steve Love we gotta get Steve Love and uh, now we made it happen yes so yeah. so Steve how long have you been doing impressions and that sort of thing well I've only been making videos for uh, like a year now and but I've been doing uh, impressions all my life really like uh, when I was a kid I would fucking uh, quote uh, I'm sorry, Aladdin wait, wait. could could you tell us this story as Joe Pesci? All right, so I was doing impressions from a real young age. You know what I mean? 
it was like it was like something. It was like it was calling for me, you know. Like I, I would do it for my friends, and they would they'd be like, "Oh man, how's this? You doing that? So funny. What? What? How do you do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. How do you guys not do it? Fuck." So like, I don't know. I don't know. I just started doing it. Wow. Yeah, one voice, one voice after another. With time, it's just something that just comes to you, you know. It's Jon Snow. As you say, Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> pillage, pillage and plunder. No. Uh, it's not exactly helping out with the ladies, that situation. But, you know nothing. You know, oh, you know, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, you know You're a fucking wildling. I was raised at Winterfell. I have an education. You know nothing. You don't even know what a windmill is. That's from the most anyway. recent episode. Kyle doesn't get your joke. <laughs> no, I don't get your joke. Yes. Yeah, you have to be on. Yeah, you got to be on point with your Game of Thrones watching, Could Kyle. We're all disappointed. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Could be up to date, man. <laughs> what's What's your favorite impression to do? Uh, I find myself doing Gollum a lot. When I, uh, like, if, uh, I'm uh, joking around with my friend having an argument. I might just go like, Where would you be without me? Okay, damn. Like, you know, I just... I like I like Gollum. That's my, probably my favorite one to do. <clears throat> nice. So anyway, I, uh, I don't know. What do you got? What is your favorite, Kyle? Um, Seeing as you have something fresh. I liked... Um, <laughs> I totally sold <laughs> Kyle out. <laughs> I, liked, uh, I liked when you were doing uh, Forrest Gump. Reading um, Fifty Shades of Grey and talking about locking the sex. My favorite. Yes. My favorite. <laughs> Christian Grey will always be my favorite mistake. <laughs> I had never. Uh, so I knew that Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> was a thing. I knew that it was like a dirty book for women. But I didn't realize. I didn't how read f- it, for the record. Yeah. I didn't actually read it. You read some excerpts, though. I had it. I, yeah, I found an article that had the dirtiest excerpts from it. And so that's what it I read. is absolutely filthy. It yes. is. It is absolutely filthy. And there's all kinds of like S and M and dirty sex, and it's very uh, visceral. Dude, very I visceral. I told my wife about the book because my wife reads romance novels all the time. And before <laughs> I was married, I didn't know what these romance novels were. Right? Like you see women walking around. And you know what a romance novel looks like, roughly the size of it, the thickness of it, and it has like flowers and Fabian or Fabio, Fabio, Fabio on on the cover, and you're like, oh, yeah. I did not realize all these girls were reading porn out in public all the time. They call it mommy porn. It's right there with penthouse letters. Like, I've I've read the experts, not excerpts, and... uh, and I mentioned they're experts on this subject. <laughs> that they? My wife is an expert on the subject, and I mentioned oh. Fifty Shades of Grey to her, and and apparently she read Fifty Shades of Grey before it was cool. She had just she was up on top of that stuff. She's a hipster when it comes to erotic novels. She's a Fifty Shade hipster, yeah. Apparently, so wow. um, yeah, she's all about it. Awesome. So yeah, and I don't know. And by the way, all these things are told. From like the woman's fantasy thing, so a lot of times stuff happens to guys that you wouldn't want happening to you, probably. Like and what? 
Like pegging or something. Like uh, pegging. What? What is pegging? You guys don't know what pegging is. Kyle, help me. Um, um, that's Sounds where, like uh, that involves a strap on. It does. Oh. Yes. And um, okay. yeah. So anyway, like stuff like that is he happening in, in her books yeah. all the time, and I'm. I mean, I'm not knocking it if you if that's your thing, knock yourself out. But uh, it's just at first. I'll wouldn't... admit, at first when, when I had that horrible reaction to it, I thought it was uh, sounding. I thought you were talking about sounding. Which oh, is that's sounding. screwed up too. Yeah, that's sounding. I, I'll take pegging all day over sounding. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, no, all right, no. so peg so, me the fuck up. Yeah, sounding not happening. Yeah, bring all the all pegs. <laughs> so for the for the viewing audience out there, so sounding. Involves the insertion of an object into the penis, in your pee hole for sexual. Look at Steve's face. Look at Steve's face. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it involves inserting a object into the pee hole. Now I have seen um, pornographic materials in which this was some sort of special uh, device made for that. I've seen um, I've seen like pencils and uh, writing devices used, and I Knitting once needles. saw knitting needles. And I once saw a plastic uh, fork used. Oh, yeah. oh, I've, I've yeah. only seen two things in my uh, experience with this, and they are knitting needles and golf tees. Yeah. So apparently oh. it's very pleasurable oh. for the man, but I will never, never, yeah, never like, find out. It's. I don't think it's pleasurable. I, a used golf tee would give you something with the pesticides and stuff. And <laughs> One oh, time... As a young child, and I'm like young and innocent at this point. I'm going to call myself six or seven. Uh, I, it's still pretty innocent. Yeah, I experimented with it. And it there was a bathtub scenario going on. And I don't know if it was the insertion that hurt unbearably or if it was uh, like soap or something that was like stung. But I cured my pegging fantasy at that age. I just totally not down for pegging. Yeah. No, not sounding. pegging. I mean sounding. I mixed it up. So like, pegging. I had involves... pegging on my mind. So pegging <laughs> involves um, a woman basically having a, a dildo strapped on herself and her like fucking the guy in the butt. Yeah. Which is much much better than. We started off thing. rough on this PKA, by the way. Like we yeah, went. We right, this is usually right like three hour in type topic. Yeah. 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 If you so guys I'd like never to know out there, well, perhaps, I'm not shocked. Like I'm not shocked or blown away by this. Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> well, it's not just you, like the viewing audience. For you guys who never watched the second half of the show, this is what you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Except basically, at that point, we're all just like this. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so uh... what do you think it's like to get plowed in the butt? <laughs> I want to know in the comments box. Would you rather be pegged or sounded? Mm. This is a quality egg. question. Sounding is the penis insertion of a device, and let's just say for the sake of argument, it's a golf tee. And she's going to work it, too. It's used not... golf tee with pesticides on it. Yes, oh, it's goodness. A, a Monsanto-laced <laughs> golf and, tee. And by the way, click on like. We, we've been making four or five-hour shows for months now. Hook me up with the like, would you? Yeah, for little God. Yeah, God. It's the least you can do. No breaks? That's a pain in the ass. We killed Wings of Redemption for you. What more do you want? (laughs) And we brought him back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then we killed him again. Yeah. This is a lot of effort we're going through. You can kill me if it'll help your ratings, you know? It'd get you some subs, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, for an hour, for like 30 or 45 minutes, it's got to be dead. You just die, and then you come back. 
for like the end of the show before you leave, and then uh, uh, we'll hook you up with subs. That's yeah. how it works. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> Do we need a new topic? Because yes, I'm dying sir. to talk about this. Angelina Jolie just opted for a voluntary double mastectomy. mastectomy. I just heard about mastectomy. I'm sorry. Thank you. I, I mispronounced that my whole life, but yeah, mastectomy. That is messed up. And so the reason she did it apparently isn't because she had cancer. It's because it turns out she has a genetic mutation that makes her um, very likely to eventually get breast cancer. Her so mother, she did. Your, your mother died from it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she went ahead and just, for those who don't know, had both of her breasts removed. Prosthetics. Yeah, but the nipple uh, never comes back, my friend. N- wait, don't they save it. the nipple? I don't think they save the nipple. Uh, I, I heard I this. Um, nipple, you can create a nipple. I need to know. I need. This is very important because if, if if she got fake breasts and they save the nipple, I don't see this as a big deal at all. Yeah, I don't. I uh, I, I would think in in the modern age of plastic surgery, you could form a nipple. If you wanted I, to, I don't think so. They get. I've seen where they get. Tattooed. I think you look weird and plasticky, you know. Yeah. I don't think they perfected that that method yet. Yeah, there's two things they do. They have stick-on nipples, and that are like what you're describing. That that they literally glue onto the 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 chest area, and they have tattooed-on nipples. Now, if she indeed was able to save the nipple, um. And she got breast implants. I don't see it as that big of a deal, as far you know. I'd do it. I'd be like, yeah, cut them off, put some new ones in there, and put my nipple back on. It doesn't seem like a big of a deal. But if she lost her breast, that's that's a big uh, that's a big step to take without even actually having. You know, she could have like had regular regular uh, breast exams, and uh, I would have volunteered. Yeah, but even once you get it, once it forms, I mean, that's you've got to. Then you cut them off. Done anyway. Well, but no, my mom. Like, there's a chance no, no, no. it spreads too, right? Not if you catch it early. If you catch it early enough, you can still save the breast. Yeah, I know it, this for a fact. It appears that you lose the nipple. There's something called nipple reconstruction surgery. I don't know. This is why she has adopted all these children. She's looking for the perfect nipple. <laughs> <laughs> They're the wrong color, though. You know, you've never seen Angelina Jolie's nipples. Sure, I have. I yeah, I have. No, yeah, I've seen them a couple oh, times. That's right, yeah, yeah. Well, these nipples don't look so bad. These reconstructed nipples. I don't know. How do they, they feel don't like look that? They're not. I mean, I I don't want to knock anybody who's had nipple reconstruction surgery, but they're not quite like the originals. Shocking. Based on what I'm seeing here, but a lot of them I'm seeing aren't. Um, I want to see them like. A year after surgery, not a week after surgery. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we're into the actual surgical pictures, and I'm done. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude, um, this is taking me back to that Game of Thrones episode where they cut the guy's nipple off. Why do bad things happen to such oh, good breasts? They weren't that great. What? All right, more Googling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the ones she's got now are probably just as spectacular. Oh, are you guys familiar with the moth? The moth, As the, the superhero, the cartoon. Okay, so the moth is a podcast. It's it's on iTunes. I used to listen to it religiously, and um, uh, basically it's storytelling. 
and it, they're short stories. They never last more than 15 minutes. And I would listen to two podcasts, This American Life and The Moth. This American Life was your meal. The Moth was your dessert. I would save it. I would. It was only 15 minutes of content a week. So I'd wait for that like drive home where I really was going to enjoy it and, and wanted it more. Anyway, this lady on The Moth told a story of having a double mastectomy. And, uh, you know, it, it, she also opted to do it voluntarily. And during the the thing, she started wearing, like, fake boobs because she had no boobs at all. And so first they removed them. She lived with no boobs for a while, and then she started doing it. And as she lived with no boobs, she'd wear bigger and bigger and bigger fake boobs and just keep going and going and going. Then she got, like, inflatable boobs, and she would just, like, she had bigger boobs than she ever dreamed of having. And as she was going into surgery and the doctor was going to give her her new permanent boobs, there she is in her like anesthesia drug induced like stupor. And she grabs the doctor by the tricep on his arms and looks him in the eyes and says, go big doc, go big. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she, she rolls out. This is like a really thin, small woman, right? Like, like low body fat, small in every way. And now, you know, that, that ship carries a lot of sail, and uh, <laughs> and she was just excited about the way the whole thing worked out. And it was also good for her, like therapeutically, because she had fun with her new body. So, how big are we talking? <laughs> Do we have like a size? Or so she was a little woman. She wanted to look what double E's or something. Um, you know what I learned, and I didn't know until recently that cup sizes are not a constant. So the boob size on, say, a 32D is much smaller than the boob size on, like, a 38D. Yeah, so it's it's every inch bigger than the area below the breast in circumference is a cup size. A, B, C, D, D, E, E, F, F, G, G. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again at the start of it. Every... All right, so, okay, so you would take a tape measure and mm-hmm. measure um, around the breast around the nipple to the back and that's one that's one measurement and then you would measure uh, the area right below the breast and then however many inches the difference is is a cup size but that would imply that the boob size is the same no like, because the measurement changes 32a 34a 36a 38a but so you're still just doing a one-inch boob on top of the chest, the chest being like the rib cage. But it's still bigger. That's how it works. I'm, I'm like, Howard Stern taught me this. <laughs> he knows no wrong. Okay. But I mean, I just wanted to know if she went for something like comically. He's wrong. right, actually. But there's something going on. Cup sizes are definitely bigger as you expand the chest. So, no, she wasn't comically big. I think she was just like... Porn star big. Oh, okay. Yeah. And small, you know, like everything else. So she was fit and uh, like a porn star, I suppose. And she dug it. And that was her new look. And she rocked it. And you go, girl. That's my opinion. Good for it. you, random. Yeah, random big titty, double mastectomy victim. But yeah, yeah, she learned. Apparently, there is a, a way to test. Uh, Kyle, you might know more about this. You called it a gene deformity. Is that what you said? Yeah, she had a gene mutation that made her much uh, that made her very likely to eventually get breast cancer. She didn't have anything wrong with her. Yeah, this woman the on the moth had the same thing, and her her percentages I remember being eighty something. Like there was an eighty something percent chance she was going to get breast cancer, and it's just sometimes a much smarter decision 
to get your double mastectomy while you're healthy and never get cancer than to try to beat cancer and get the surgery and go through the whole ordeal. So, I wonder what that does for women. Like it would be for men that are castrated, <coughs> don't have that. Um, Did you say castrated? <laughs> <laughs> because the the testicles produce testosterone a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you threw that out there. <laughs> that's their main purpose. Um, so, like with that gone, men are different. In mm-hmm. a way. Yes. Um, just, but, and I'm wondering, is that the same? For women, not no. testosterone, obviously. Is so breasts right. don't really do anything other than They're feedback. purely ornamental, but, and, and I, I mean, I don't mean to uh, objectify women or anything, but I think there's some truth in that having boobs can be wrapped up into many women's, like, sense of self-worth, and if they were just, like, you know, cut off them, it would they'd be unhappy about it, you know? They'd feel like they weren't as pretty as they once were, or they weren't as attractive as they used to yeah. be. By the way, the only person who's going to have an issue with what you just said is going to be some like uptight dude. Every girl who heard that is every girl who heard that is like, yeah, I love. That. They're like, they're cupping their breasts right now, going, I love these. Why yes. would I? I would hate to lose them. And I completely like, see where they're coming from. I love them as well. Yeah, some dudes like, don't you identify women that way? It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> but but yeah, like I and I just. I guess I'm just aware of the fact that there's a lot of trauma associated with women losing their boobs. If a guy lost his penis, I think that would be the similar thing, right? You know, like if, die. if you were to take my penis and cut it in half, so now I'm six inches, it would change. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It would change the way I think about me, right? Like it would, you know, like I don't know. I, I would feel differently I, I even though it functions the same you know even though i've still got my testicles there giving me hairy legs and you know my voice and all the things that they do i you know if you were to just chop my length in half i'd still be able to pee i'd still be able to have sex i like but what if we took your calves oh no yeah what but if like you it, took your calves and <laughs> literally had no calves at all oh man i'd How be like john jones yeah. yeah um i i you know what? It would bother me. I would miss my calves. I like them. Show the, show the calves off for the new viewers. I don't know if I can. There's yeah, no yeah. All right. So, so <laughs> we'll climbing up on his I, I, All right. Look, first of all, let me just say I'm an expert at um, teaching women how to undress on camera. So what you want to do is <laughs> rotate your chair um, about 90 degrees. Yep. Now bring your knee to your chest. Jesus. Uh, uh-huh. and, and extend your foot. There you go. Bam! Look I at those. The yeah, we're oh, we're getting it. We're getting it. <laughs> Are you? I'm not sure. We're yeah. on a show, baby. We're less face. Less glory. face. Hold on. Cap up, face down. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really uh, feel like this. They're not being. That's yeah. They're not. They're, you're not putting any load on them. Yeah. So. The, the, I swear to God, my calves are magnificent, and this they're just not being captured properly. No, they're not. I, I want to like. Stand on the desk. I do like, but the trouble Stand. is that this desk is under a loft bed. And... I, I know you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get like a, uh, you know, oh, like, like a golem and kind of, kind of like. I or no, after you can that... stand up, stand up and rest your calf on the cha- on the the arm of the chair. That's what yeah. You're gonna... Stand and put your your yeah. Oh, I mean, is it, is it being captured at all? I don't know. That's yeah. handy. Keep it Bam. <laughs> A powerful calf. <laughs> so, um, okay. I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the double vasectomy. I, I, what I was trying to say is, I think 
the problem is as much the loss of their ornamental value <laughs> and the sense of self-worth alteration that that has as much as it is anything physical. Like, I think that's the trauma. Yeah. Um, who's the other actress that had that? She was Kelly from um, uh, Married with Children. Oh, Christina Applegate. Christina You're right. Christina she did Applegate, have that. Another pair of beautiful breasts lost to cancer. You know what Christina Applegate did well that very few Hollywood actresses do? She got old. And uh-huh. I still think of her as... Still got it. Well, still got it, right? But not like... She did, right? Like, people don't say, people don't turn down um, Megan Fox for Christina Applegate. But she very much was the Megan Fox of her day, right? You, you following me here? Yeah, she was very hot. I've seen Married with Children. She was quite a sight. She was yes. quite a sight. And she's still lovely and classy and nice. And you want good things yeah. to happen for her. And, like, you like Christina Applegate. And if she were in a movie, that would be a, you know, check mark in its favor. You know, if I see her name on the billboard, I think, oh, cool, I'd like to see her again. Um, that doesn't happen. Like, I think it's very difficult for actresses to get older because, you yeah. know, it, it seems like so much of their success has to do with how good-looking they are, whereas it's easy for actors to grow older. They have they have it easy by comparison. Mm-hmm. And people are going to make it sound like I'm the bad guy in this because they, they love to hate. But, yeah, that's that's just <laughs> how it is. Actresses have a much harder time maintaining their career after they're I, no longer... I think know. part of that is the, the fact that there's always... There just seems to be less roles for middle-aged women. It's yeah. like... Most most roles in movies are male, and then you have the female lead who's always young and attractive. And then whenever there is a movie that has uh, like middle aged middle aged female roles, they always get snatched up by I don't know Meryl Streep or Susan Sarandon or something like this. Yeah, yeah that's and that's even middle aged, right? But if you go like a step down, right? Like, I don't think thirties middle aged yet. No, but not yet. It seems like you know. Th- if you're going to be a 30 year old actress, you have to be one of those rare ones that beat Father Time, like Julia mm-hmm. um, Roberts did for quite some time. You know, mm-hmm. like she was pulling off Ocean's Eleven into her 40s, but she was still a hottie, and that role would not have gone to her if she wasn't. And that's uh, yeah, it's tough being a woman in Hollywood. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Let me tell you from experience. Yeah, it's rough, rough out there. <laughs> so from me. So, Woody, you take your family to like places like Disneyland, that sort of thing, right? I do. You know, what's the worst part about an amusement park? I'm gonna say, for me, I, like I, I hate them so much. I've got a list. You want just one? Yeah, your number one complaint about an amusement park. Lines. Lines. Yeah, I, I was gonna say lines, the walking, the waiting, the the non-riding. Okay, yeah. so. Wealthy Manhattan moms have figured out a way around this. So for only about 200 bucks an hour, they are hiring a handicapped friend to come along with them to Disney World. And basically, you know, you uh, at Disneyland, you can bring your handicapped person with you, and they can be accompanied by up to six others who all get not, not just a faster line. They go to the front of the line. Because you can't have a handicapped person just sitting out there baking in the sun like the rest of us. Straight to the front of the line, magic mountain, time to go. And it's cheaper <clears throat> than their VIP thing at Disney World, which is like $300. $300. So you save 100 bucks, hire this handicapped person, and he takes you and your kids uh, on the best Disney World adventure you've ever had. What do you think about this? 
I'm an expert in this, actually. So, um, Colin, not the Colin of today. Of today, I think he'd be fine and we'd just wait in line. But if you back up a couple years, uh, Steve might not know. My son is Colin. He has a developmental delay type stuff going on. And um, there was a time when he would wear like 40 Band-Aids to cover his social anxiety issues. He can't talk. He doesn't understand what's happening around him. And if you would have put him in a line, it would be a situation that would freak him out. Uh, he he couldn't really attend Disney World like other kids his age. He, you know, while he doesn't have a, a physical disability that prevents him from like standing or getting on the ride, he has like he had social disabilities that prevented him from waiting in a line. So he'd get hooked up, you know. And sometimes they look at us like we were cheaters. And I just introduce them to Colin, and he'd start like scream squawking at them or something and they'd be like all right all right all right <laughs> here's your tickets <laughs> <laughs> and uh um anyway so yeah you don't wait in line sometimes you go straight to the front of the line most of the time you enter through the exit so like if you picture pirates of the caribbean or something you know the little boats come floating by we're already on it you know your boat is halfway full because we've got on at the exit hmm. and that's how that's it works that sounds awesome yeah yeah <laughs> See, but that's not you trying to game the system. That's you trying to show you show know, my your, son, yes, your son, right, a good time. Yeah. But these oh. are people that are like, I don't know you, but <laughs> you're in a wheelchair. Here's three hundred or two hundred dollars. Come hang out with us for the day. Yeah. So the deal is, the these handicapped people are like, that's their job. That's what they do. No it's, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, maybe I didn't make that clear. Yeah. No. Like this isn't like finding a random handicapped person. <clears throat> this is a dude who like. Is is like selling this service, and he's in this inner circle of wealthy people who are willing to pay a grand a day, you know, not to wait in line at Disney World. Well, I don't know what to say. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, there is. Mean, I guess if you got that kind of money, just what? I mean, all right. Let me just say this. Screw it. Just go lines, do something else. Lines ruin most amusement parks for me. I. I can't tell you how much I hate it. I want to get on Magic Mountain, and I want to get off, and I want to do it again immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get off. I don't want to stand in line. The idea of waiting two hours for, like, a minute and 30 seconds of fun doesn't make sense to me. I'll go I on a did. date if I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> a minute and 30 seconds? What's yeah. your secret? <laughs> so, so it just doesn't make any sense to me. So if I can get a handicapped person involved and... You know, skip all those lines and stuff. Now, a grand a day is too much. That's too much. But think about it this way. What if you and six of your buddies all chipped in for this grand a day? Then all of a sudden, it's only like 150 bucks extra plus 50 bucks admission. You pay $200. You get to go to Six Flags, whatever music bar. I like Six Flags. I would pay $200 to go to Six Flags and have zero lines. Did you just do that math correctly in your head? Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm checking it, though. Well, it, it comes out a little bit short, It's but it's it's mostly right. Yeah, but it's just it's there's something that doesn't seem ethical because the whole point of getting to the front of the line is you are burdened. You are burdened, and this person is burdened just by their their whatever their malady is. And as we're like, okay, everybody has everybody. I don't think many people will get mad at the person with a, a disability and their family going to the front of the line because it's like, okay, you've got to deal with that every day. Me standing here and it's hot. Okay. It's not really that bad. I'm not, you know, you, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. But as much you know, as this line it, sucks, at least I can walk. Right, but <laughs> if it's if it's the point of where it's just like, oh, we're hoity-toity rich people, and we we know this guy in a wheelchair. Taking this guy in a wheelchair who's obviously you know capitalizing on his situation. Screw all of them. I, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's an American thing to be conditioned to accept that people are better than you. I'm like, well, if they have the money, why can't they buy that? And and they like that should be something that's not for sale. It's fairness for sale, right? Like mm-hmm. they are buying unfairness. But there's yeah. still a part of me that's like, well, if they paid for it fair and square, you know, they earned the unfairness somehow. I should be waiting in line because I'm not as worthy. <laughs> They figured out how to upload unlisted videos <laughs> to, get, to, to get their other uploads to the top. What is the? I know, well, I, that's a joke, but yeah, it's just. I think you're right. You're, there's that's something that they shouldn't be able to buy because it's the the reason it exists in the first place is because these people have to deal with this horrible life condition every single day. They didn't buy their way into it. I... So I think I know what happened to Wings. I know. I think I know where he is tonight. Where is he? I just found a news story. Apparently, a man. Um, this is this is a legit news story. Can you uh, link he, it? Yes. Let me let me let me link this to you before I tell the story. This is one second here. It's a shame that this happened, but I guess it was always destined to happen. Um, let me get back to it now so I can read it. Um. <laughs> So this, so apparently uh, a man uh, snuck into a grocery store and threw what authorities are calling a frankly ridiculous feast. Uh, surveillance video shows that the man uh, entered into a value mart before closing time and uh, he hid out until the employees had cleared out. And, uh, well, the footage shows that he ate six steaks, some shrimp, an entire birthday cake, he went through 57 cans of Ready Whip, drank some beer, and at some point, quote unquote, went to the bathroom on himself. So, but then he helped himself to a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real story. Real story. And then he climbed up into the rafters and went to sleep. In the morning, <laughs> firefighters extracted him from his perch, and this will piss wings off. Police took him into custody. Yeah, what the <laughs> bullshit? Man was just having himself a few steaks. Was not a free country anymore. <laughs> what what kind of drugs are you on? Where you're just doing that? That dude was high as fuck. Cause that's what he was on. He was smoking a lot of weed, eating eating all those steaks and birthday cakes, doing doing whipping. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, ridiculous. An entire birthday cake. Like that's a lot of cake. That's, that's really a- filling. If that uh, guy wasn't and, high, and, my name's not Woody. Like, that guy is high. <laughs> this is yeah. 57 cans of Ready Whip. I think the Ready Whip with the drugs. The Whip yeah. It. Oh, is he doing whippets? That's my theory. Yeah, yeah. Eat 57 cans of, of He's doing whippets. For yeah. those you don't know, he's using... I won't describe it, but he's using um, uh, whipped cream in a way that gets you high. That works, yeah. And if you look at his mugshot, he's just like, yep. When I went to high school, there were these total stoners. And, and you, like, every high school has them, I suspect. Like, the guys whose entire life revolves around pot, like, that's their thing, their sense of identity. They're experts in it. They're All their clothes are in it. They come. Do people still come to school reeking of patrolly? 
Is is that a thing? Patchouli. Patchouli. What is yeah. that? I don't know what that is though. I've, I hear that a lot as a way to describe what hippies smell like, but I don't know what patchouli oil is. Yeah, it's it's literally like a bad smelling bad smelling cologne popular in like the drug community back in my day. I, I guess people don't use it anymore. But uh, in my day, in my yeah. day, which was only a few years ago, donors <laughs> use Axe Axe body spray. <laughs> that was like the coverall. Really? Because I use Axe shampoo. Well, Axe shampoo is legit, but uh, the body spray was something of my generation in like in, like the middle school, high school days. And kids would get high at lunch, and they're come back reeking, and they like spray on that axe, chew some gum. But the thing about class. is it Pajuli? I thought it was Petroni. I don't know. But the thing about that, like an Indian dish or something. It's it's it doesn't hide the pot. It kind of advertises it. If you come to school dressed in Rastafarian colors and smelling of patchouli, then you're a stoner. Like you want people to yeah. know that you're a stoner. Yeah. You, you have it's like wearing a baseball cap with the marijuana leaf on the front of it. Like the, there's there's no hiding it. And uh, anyway, this long-winded story is going towards this group of stoners all worked at the supermarket together. And the only reason they wanted that job was to get high on um, Ready Whip. Hmm. That, was, that was what they did. Or cool. I whip. guess if you want to get high on Ready Whip, the supermarket's the best place to work. Yeah, they would just like, and, and you could. After I don't know if things. After a while, they start to get suspicious. <laughs> when you think they, they would just every, take every hits time he works it. here. Fifty-seven <laughs> cans of Ready Whip go missing. <laughs> they would. Um, they would just they wouldn't finish the can cuz it you know it, if you do it too much then like you don't even get the ready whip out of it so they would just like take a hit from every can and sell them so so are you guys familiar with linkedin i am yes. give us the rundown like, woody because i, I know what it is but like i think a you'll book of professional people right? it's it's like a facebook for grown-ups with real jobs and the yeah. idea is you network through it so like in my LinkedIn thing, there's a bunch of people I've worked with throughout my history. And then there's other features like, you know, I might say like I'm an expert in Java or software design or something like that. And then my coworkers will go and ratify like, yep, this guy's great. This guy's yeah, great. They'll, they'll endorse you. Yeah. And, um, and that's what LinkedIn is. And if I'm ever unemployed, which I guess I am, I don't know, but like, if, if I'm ever uh, unemployed and actually want to be employed, then, um, you know, I have a whole like list of people that I could like email and say, "Do you have a spot open?" People who worked with me before, who presumably would want to work with me again. So LinkedIn has asked that <laughs> prostitutes stop using their uh, their services. They don't like it. That's bullshit. I know, right? I <laughs> want to know who gives the best hand hand job in San Diego. Exactly. You know? I want to see. Uh, you know, <laughs> how awesome would it be if there's some like I don't know music producer or computer programmer who endorses her hand job skills? Yeah. <laughs> like, Incredible uh, hand job, best I've ever had. A little toothy, a little toothy on the, some of that other stuff, <laughs> but the hand jobs are first rate. <laughs> I want to see that on LinkedIn. So apparently that's a thing. Yeah, quit being all, um, you know, uptight about it, LinkedIn. But but oh. LinkedIn, it's like a professional though, so they're like, what are they? Um, the oldest profession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I have news. Please. Um, wet. Uh, who is it? What's the website? 
stay wet longer. Stays wet longer. Stays wet longer. That's what it is. Um, they got back. They they contacted my agent, and um, yours truly should be getting some products to test out, see how it works. We may have a sponsorship coming our way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dude, yes, I, I, that's, I'm so happy about this. I'm yeah. so, I'm literally holding a bottle of it right now. I, I I'm so happy. <laughs> you have it next to you. That's where I keep it. Uh, it, it, it that's Kyle's masturbation chair. <laughs> Absolutely, this is where I jerk it at. This is where I have my sex. So, so Steve, in case you don't know, um, my favorite sexual lubricant <clears throat> is called uh, what is it, Woody? Stays wet longer. It's called Wet. Okay. Actually. The website, their website, though. Their website is stayswetlonger.com, and it is by far the most superior platinum <laughs> lubricant known to mankind. Um, NASA is going to begin using it on the space shuttle. It's incredible stuff. That's not true. And. <laughs> and I, and maybe I've we been, don't know. I've been to fucking each other on the space shuttle. Allegedly. What? If allegedly. you're looking for really accurate science reporting, Painkiller already is not the place for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what, when everybody was giving a shit about saying Wings was dead. It's like, dude, if you're looking for accurate information, wrong place. <laughs> Yeah, you've done fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we just talked about Angelina Jolie's uh, double mastectomy, and our main concern was what her nipples were going to look like afterwards. Okay, so you're at the wrong place. Go this to go to high class radio right here. Yeah, if, if you want accurate really. information, go to Fox News. <coughs> yeah, don't go to Fox News. Don't go to Fox News. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, go but to I've CNN. got some Fox News like stories about news before oh, it even CNN. happens. Man, I, I all right. I need to write this down so I don't forget the Fox News shit. I want to talk about that. You know, I find it funny that Woody tried to make it seem like he wouldn't accept wet money without trying their product. Like, if they came with a check, like, here you go. No, we got to try it out. Note. First of all, we're going no, on. I, I think we would do it based on your um, endorsement. Your yeah. You know, so I, here's the truth. On my channel, like, when I really associate, like, my quote-unquote brand with a product... I do expect them to be the best, and I really do only partner with them. You know, like I, I, I've got, I've got a product right next to me that I haven't tried yet that um, I'm holding off on endorsing until I think it's the best. The way that I work with each of these things is I, they're either the, they're the best according to me, and I will either partner with them or be a customer. Like it's their choice, and uh, and I'm not going to sit there and pimp the second best. Although for painkiller already, I might make an exception. I'll fucking pimp yeah. anything. <laughs> Come on in. Doors are open. I swear to God. Um, so I, I ran out of personal lubricant um, uh, recently, and my, my partner was over here, and she, she was like, "What? what's this? What's this KY warming gel? What is this shit? No, 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 no. We had to go to Walmart and get some wet. Oh, they have it at Walmart? Oh, uh, they do. They do. Oh, I thought it was online only. Uh-uh. They've got it uh, at you know sex shops and Walmart and probably you know CVS. You know where they're gonna have it soon in my fucking mailbox because it's on the way. (laughs) It's 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 seriously the uh, you know it's so much better than KY. It doesn't get sticky like this is this stuff like like once you're uh, done with your activities you know you can just wipe your you know wipe it off of your body with a towel or something. But you know when you wipe it off with a towel, is it still there? No. No, it leaves no residue. That's my favorite part. So with like KY warming gel, it's sticky. If you put KY warming gel in your palms and rub them together for let's say a minute and a half, it basically turns into a tacky glue-like substance. <laughs> it's a little and, slicker than glue. It, no, it's sticky. It's like 
your your palms would be stuck together. It, it yeah, it's like. But the, it's almost like hydro locked though. Like it's yeah, it's, it's still a lube. It's really mm-hmm. sticky. It gets really sticky to the point where you could easily glue science projects together in oh, in, in the early. You know, if you're like a first grader making one of those macaroni castles or whatever, <laughs> use some KY. Yeah, <laughs> if you're making macaroni houses, KY is the lube for you. But if you're getting it on, you want some wet platinum. <laughs> If you're making macaroni houses, like, I am. Um, if it's on yeah. PKA, it's the best. I that, I'll I'll share because we do that on PKA. We use Astroglide in this house. Like I should say, I use it. I act like it's a family thing. It's not. No, my wife and I are pretty much Astroglide people. We like it more than KY. And um, I've just taken to showering after sex. Like it, it, dude. It's it's everywhere. So. If you could, if a towel would get me clean afterwards, that would be a magic feat. We'll see. I'll I'll report back. Oh, please it's, do. Uh, oh, yeah. Specifics, details. Want... All of it. We want <laughs> yeah. to know. I'm glad Wings isn't here because he would make this so dirty uh-huh. and awkward. Oh yeah, he. Uh, I, <laughs> we were talking about saggy balls or something, and he 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 hits me up point blank. He's like, Woody, come on, tell me. Don't you like it with your balls? You're hitting a dog and your balls are slapping against the back. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, wings, wings uncouth is the word. <laughs> if you guys are out there, this is a good vocabulary word for, for you to add to your repertoire. Uncouth. He has no couth. He has never had any couth. And he never will have any couth. And we love him for it. I'm texting and him we, again. I wish he was here. Yeah, he needs to get on here because we need we need his uncouth dirtiness <laughs> injected into the show. Like, <coughs> I don't, like, like you want somebody that'll use wet platinum a lot and then come on and rave about how awesome it is? Wings of Redemption. And yeah, in like a dirty like, way. He's yeah. like, he'd be like, yeah, I poured it all over my girlfriend's belly button. <laughs> he would too. He <laughs> I would poured too. it all over, and then I got a little carried away, and I started. <laughs> I poured the whole bottle all over, and I got it all slippery. He'd be like, yeah, I give it an A-plus on the back hole, an A-minus on the middle hole, (laughs) and an A-plus again back around on the boobies. This is good shit right here. Yeah, I was fucking them boobies, and then it got so slippery that that I lost my balance, Um, and I fell on the floor, and I slid all the way across the house. Do we need a new topic? Yes. All right. Um, the IRS is targeting right-wing groups, groups with like, you know, constitutional education in their name, freedom, patriot, um, patriot stuff like that. Tea party. Tea party. Um, they're getting audited, and uh, I thought we'd talk about it. it. It's it's better than normal politics. I can lead off if you want. Here's the thing. A lot of people are trying to pin it on Obama. And while there is kind of a buck stops here type deal, it was really mid-level IRS employees who did it and it stopped there. The guy who ran the IRS at the time that it happened was appointed by Bush. So I want to say, you know, from the top of the IRS and up, these people weren't really aware of it. Like it wasn't their thing. But somewhere in the middle of the IRS and down right-wing groups were actually legit kind of singled out to be audited to see if they really enjoyed a nonprofit organization's tax advantages unfairly. 
So that was what they would audit. They would make sure that they they kept in line and were really nonprofit groups. And they didn't do the same thing to left nonprofits. So and they were also asking about donors. Is that bad? I don't even know. Um, yeah, it's it's unlawful. Okay, so um, so yeah, the IRS was misbehaving, and it's a legit thing that actually happened. The IRS misbehaved and targeted right wing political groups. Mm-hmm. So here's what's going on in my head, and I'm a um, a gun rights guy. People know that I think who watch the show. It, it's like when the government says, look, let's bring in, like, gun registry. Let's bring in this. Let's bring in that. I promise we'll behave. We won't be bad with this information. We won't start targeting or treating people differently based on the fact that they're gun owners or based on the fact that they're multiple gun owners. Then you want to say, like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. It makes sense to have all these registries and all these things in the government to sort of keep track on their people. But things like this fuck it up for the government. Like I want to believe that our government is somehow on our side. And it seems like more and more it's backwards, right? Like the people operate in public. They spy on us. They fuck with us. They look into our records. They audit us. They do all this stuff. And then the government operates in secret when it should be the flip of that. It should be the government operating under the scrutinous public eye and we get to operate in secret. That's the way that it ought to be. And it's flipped upside down. And it's been trending that flip for a long time. It, 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 right now, companies are free to release, like you know, cell phone companies, for example, all your records to the government without a warrant and not be held accountable for that action. So now the government can just request information on you and get it. And AT&T doesn't have to worry about any laws they can just sit there and give them whatever the government wants. There is an anti-privacy type thing happening here, and there's a targeting. And right now, this one targeted groups on the right, but the next one will target groups on the left. Like, there's plenty of messed up people in government that uh, to spread it around. Mm-hmm. The government proved themselves to be untrustworthy by having a group like the IRS operate with political motives. And it's, at least for me, like that distrust spreads all over the place. When I, I did a, a video on this once, when you sit there and assign powers, like, oh, is it okay for the government to have this power? Don't just say, like, oh, I love Obama or I love, you know, pretending Romney won. You know, I love Romney. It's cool. You know, it'll be all right. Let the president declare martial law and keep you in your house and you know, whatever. Let them force you to keep troops in your bedrooms or, or whatever because this is my guy and I want to give him that power. But the thing is, it won't always be your guy. The next guy might not be, you know, it, it, what if your you know, absolute worst nightmare is Hillary Clinton winning the election? That could happen in three and a half years. If your absolute nightmare is Chris Christie or, you know, you pick your guy, Rubio, that could happen in three years. I don't know. It frustrates me, even though I'm no big fan of the Tea Party, to see them targeted because it reminds me I can't trust my government. And I think, you know what works well in this situation? Just unilaterally distrusting everybody in government. That's what I've found works for me. <laughs> regardless of party, regardless of partisanship, if you're in the government and you are supposed to have some kind of power over me, I don't like you. I don't know you. I don't like you. It's on you to make me like you. Like, 
I know Wings would, and now Wings could launch in if he was here, hmm. about police officers, but that's the same kind of thing. I, You are given the figurative badge and gun, not just police officers, but things like the IRS. The IRS has, they, they can charge you with crimes, serious crimes, and put you in prison. And they're not a police agency. They're just the IRS. And there's all kinds of government entities that do that and have that kind of power. The FBI guy that, you know, let it slip like, oh, yeah, we can just go get phone records from mm-hmm. whenever we want. We've got it all. There was a recent one. What the Was it the FBI who got all the phone records of Associated Press journalists? Do I have that story right? Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. They were they were looking at the phone records just because they wanted to. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't just fucking look into what journalists are doing. Like a free press is a big deal mm-hmm. and they're just snooping. Just looking around. You know, want to know who you're calling press member of the press? No, you're the government. Like you're the last person. It's better if I look at it as a nobody than to have the government look into getting records on press like that. The the IRS, you said it. Yeah, they can charge you with crimes. This is these corrupt IRS people are very much like a corrupt FBI or police organization that's just messing around with people because they don't like their political beliefs. It's a big deal. I don't know where it goes up to. Somebody should go to jail. Absolutely, people yes. should be going to jail for this. Um, I don't think Obama should be impeached. I think he had no idea. I bet he's like, oh, my God, why do these fucked hearts work during my term? Right? I think that's his thought process on this. But um, uh, someone should go to jail for this. <coughs> All right. I don't know if that topic fits our demo. We lost Kyle. See, but that's the problem, though. That's a that's a problem, though, because the whole idea of oh, it doesn't it doesn't happen to me. I don't want to worry about it. That's that's what allows it to continue. Like the whole reason. I mean, the, a lot of things, a lot of markets. What people don't understand is that the consumers, the people, also have a hand in creating the market, in creating the the system that we have now. The people, the ones that are on a quest for safety, the, oh, well, I don't care if I have to be unlawfully patted down to get on a plane because that may make me feel safe, maybe not. That whole idea of of it's not my problem, I don't have anything to hide, so it's okay, has led to this. I, want, so, I like so Kyle's people, idea. Like if Kyle is. has it, he says he can have two planes. You know, you can have the safe plane where you're padded down and you're stripped of everything and you know whatever, and then you could have the dangerous plane where everyone brings fucking guns and clubs and you know, like baseball bats with rusty nails on it. And no one makes a fucking move, <laughs> and there's no security line. Just go. That's called Con Air. Con Air. Oh, uh, it's best best uh, best movie ever. So good. Uh, actually, not the best movie ever. What's the best movie ever? I don't know, but there's lots of movies better than Con Air. Oh, Sting? The Sting was pretty good. The, I, every Lord of the Rings movie, most of the Star Wars movies, um, Forrest Gump Dang was better you know, than it. Uh, I, I have come to realization that none of the Star Wars movies were any fucking good. You know, you might be on to something. You're on to something. It. You're on to something. The first three are iconic, but you go back and watch them, they are really corny. But and they're, they're slow. Like so, so I'm a parent, and we start like reintroducing our, or I guess introducing our kids to some of these classics, and like we sit down, Colin, in front of Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back, and it's like, man, I never realized how slow this movie is. 
Like they just spent 15 minutes talking about interstellar politics. That's like the bad part of PKA. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I, I, the other night Mercadurker was on Twitter and, and he said it. He 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 threw it out there that that Star Wars was shit. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I can't stand fucking Star Wars. And as much as I hate the new ones, I don't really like the old ones that much. They're really fucking slow. The special effects that were cutting edge in like 1970 are shitty now. It's just not any fun to watch. It's not any good. I wish they Wings were here. Good. I'd love to hear his take on this. He's uh, Wing, I bet Wings hasn't even seen Star Wars. Wings knocked you know, my movie oh. background, and it bugged me, dude. Like it, And he starts naming like movies from the 30s or something I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of movies. I watch them constantly. I'm a movie critic. I'm a movie fan. My father was a huge movie guy. We used to do what he called the Stanley P. Double Feature. And he would just take us to the movies, and then we'd go to the, again the movies the same night. We did it all the time. He he, he owned his own business, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, and, and we'd see you know whatever two four movies a week my entire childhood. When I had kids, I considered like you know people are all parenting is a drag this and that. Like to me, one of the major drawbacks of being a parent was going to the movies less. Like that was something that I had a hard time coping with. I like movies. Wings is wrong. Yeah, I love movies. Yeah, so and fuck you, Wings. I I. I I feel like I'm on thin ice with him because I don't want to have ex-cons sleeping down the hall from my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't want to say all that. But, but yeah, that, that whole thing, like, he implied that he was bringing over two friends that I never met or never even heard of. Knowing, and one, knowing one was the desk maker with the criminal record, and I thought they were sleeping over down the hall from my children. I'm not the bad guy. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to agree with you that. <laughs> oh yes, please, please. You ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm just fine with kids. <laughs> <laughs> could could Herbert the pervert please say, "I'm just here to help with the desk. Leave me with the children." I'm just here to help with the desk. Why don't you go ahead and leave me with the children? Yes, yes, yes. That's what we're afraid of. <laughs> and then Jackie thought she had to entertain, and they were staying overnight. And the whole thing was—it's different than than it really was. But yeah, what were we talking about before that? Oh, the Star movies, Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. or movies, or something. Yeah, Star Wars. So I think Star Wars would have made a really good uh, like two episode trilogy. They, they they could have cut one of those movies completely the fuck out, cut all that slow shit out, and more lightsaber stuff. The the, the first ones just sucked. You know I, I just don't like it. It's a great storyline. It's a great idea with the you know basically like space knights or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like it, but man, it's it's just not a good movie. And, and you know what? You look at the rest of George Lucas's movies and they're shitty too. Yeah. He's rich. You know, yeah, oh, he's billionaire he's probably. You know what the most disappointing trilogy ever was? Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matrix. So I'm rare in that I liked the second Matrix. I I, I might have even liked the second horrible. Matrix more. The third one is garbage. The third one was so bad. So so I watched the Matrix, right? I go ahead, Steve. Did you want to say more? Sorry. I felt like I cut you off. No, 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 you, you had something going on, right. I had nothing. So, <laughs> so I watched The Matrix, 
and I liked it. I thought The Matrix was a good movie. All was well, fine. And then I started reading about like the backstory to The Matrix and the the Neo's character's relation to Jesus and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my god mind blown and I was just so into the matrix and then I saw it again and there were all these like subtle little things and I'm wondering like is this movie that genius or is like was it just an accident and the fans have added things to the story that weren't really there and then I saw the second one and it got better to me anyway I saw this and, and there was just more crazy stuff going around and what the ghosts represented and what the vampires represented and all this ridiculous stuff and I was like this is like Inception. If you guys don't know, Inception is a way deeper movie than you think it is. If you think you understood Inception, you're full of shit. See the Google talk. Anyway, <laughs> then I saw the second Matrix and it just blew my mind. I was like, this is one of the greatest movie series ever. To We are in a golden age of movies right now. We are experiencing the best stuff that's ever been created. And then the third movie came out. And the third movie came out and it sucked so hard. It was such shit that it made the other two movies shit. All the things that I thought I saw in the first movie, all this Jesus relationship tie-in bullshit, like the things that weren't there that they told me were there, that I saw were there once they explained it to me, weren't actually there because the third movie was such a piece of dog shit that it exposed the first two movies as not having the things in it that I thought were in it. The Matrix got fucked up by a horrible thing. If they ran out of funding after the second movie, it had been one of the best sequels in the world. Dude, I loved it. I, I'll tell you what, there was a scene in the, the second Matrix where he's in the <laughs> courtyard having that crazy fight with like a hundred Agent Smiths, mm -hmm. and he's slinging them everywhere, and he's fight he's got that pole, and I remember literally in the movie theater just, just like putting my head on my chin or like like my chin on my hands and like my mouth was just open and I was just like wow this is incredible mm -hmm. and yeah I'm I'm with you 100 I like the first one better than any of them it, it was just most people do yeah I, I wish they had never made the second and third one I to me like after I, I watched the second one and then I immediately hit the internet so that I quote unquote understood the second one and loved mm -hmm. it too and then when the third one came with the ending to the whole thing and you realized it was just a shitty series written by some third grader somewhere. It, it, the Wachowski brothers or the I really hate the third movie. Have I, I, mean, have I, I made that clear? Bad. I thought it was bad. I think the third movie was bad. But I don't like you if you could if the third movie was like a thing that you could kill, would it, <laughs> you probably would have killed it already. Like oh. you would find it and murder it. Yeah. Did you know that so that movie was made by the Wachowski brothers, uh, and one of the Wachowski brothers decided that he no longer wanted to be a man and is now a Wachowski sister. <laughs> so now That's they go by the Wachowskis instead of the Wachowski brothers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, well, Siblings Wachowski. Woody, could you explain the ghosts and the vampires thing from the second movie? Because that's one of my things. I'm like, there's fucking vampires for no reason. It's I can't like, anymore. That movie came uh, out in like the 90s or something. I know that they're cause... programs. They're programs. They're not people. Right, yeah, but, but just... there, there was a parallel to like biblical stuff. And okay. it was... It, yeah. Another one, Inception. Now, Inception's not going to have any sequels that mess it up. But man, I watched that movie and I quote-unquote got it like i understood and you know, like everybody i was left sort of puzzled as to whether or not he was in the top layer of real life or not mm -hmm. but you know like it you know, is like i think you're supposed to be kind of puzzled and then i saw the google talk about it 
And we've mentioned this in an old PKA, so some people this will be a repeat. But until you watch that like 47-minute Google talk, you do not understand how deep that movie was, Inception. It was it, – we really do live in a golden age of movies. As much as I like Lifeboat, Wings' go-to, like 1940s great movie that stood the test of time, and it's good, Inception is way better. Inception makes that look like a child's crown drawing. Inception has so much depth and stories within stories and totems and anti-totems. Did you know there were anti-totems in that movie? There were. Did you know there were totems that worked backwards of how they're supposed to work that had like crazy implications on the entire plot? It did. Inception is a insanely deep complicated well done movie where details are not left out there's little shit in that that you can't pick up casually at least i can't that make it amazing lifeboat was a good story about a german in a raft amongst a bunch of allies and it's good but it doesn't have the kind of depth and complexity and cinematography quite frankly that we see today we live in a golden age of movies and i think it might end i'm seeing more and more like it's hard to make mid-level movies now they only want to invest in like transformer like things and uh, creative people are getting lots of artistic guidance by people who wear ties and it might end but i'm telling you there's some good stuff being produced right now you know what the best part of the matrix 2 was what monica bellucci's character wearing that latex dress Yes. Yes, she has a gift. You could see right through it. It's so awesome. (laughs) Was she pregnant in the third movie? I don't know. Just one more strike against it. Unless you're into that, at which point I won't judge you. (laughs) Write yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. Monica Belushi is fucking hot. I really like Monica Belushi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I got a text. Please tell me it's Wings. Oh. Is it Wings? I'm sorry I got to no. do this, boys, but I kind of got to get going. Okay. We appreciate it's been really you coming. Talking with you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, feel free uh, um, feel free to What I'll is your what, back whenever. What is your YouTube channel one more time for the fans? Uh we've we've W E A V E 613. We've 613 or I think you can search up uh, Steve Love show. I think that'll pop up as well. And uh, on Twitter, Dr. Steve Love, Dr. Steve Love. All right. Well, Check him out. Uh, nice, nice meeting all you guys virtually, and uh, hopefully I will uh, see you again soon. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Have fun deconstructing Motley Crue. Yes, thank you. Hmm. All right, you guys have a good one. Hockey stuff. Yep. All right, bye. All right, bye. So, Lefty, did you help him with his branding? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't mean to knock it, but if you I'm watch, I'm not responsible for other people's shitty branding. I have my own problems with my own <laughs> shitty branding. I can't be taking flack for other people's. Doctor Love, if you're watching this, we always give Lefty a hard time because he's like Lefty Ox on YouTube. Lefty YouTube.com/slash Lefty Ox, and then Twitter is Twitter.com/slash Lefty Six Four Three. Yeah, and do you have a Facebook? No, I don't. Oh well, if you're out there, be sure to steal both of those from him just to fuck him up. <laughs> Then, oh great, yeah, I'm gonna have to come up with a new one. Yeah, you're gonna be like whatever. Oh, they're um you know uh overly attached girlfriend that means yes. they're trying to figure out what ox stands for and they're saying it's obviously xenophobic. <laughs> it's just I think I said that once. I think I said that in a comment. Oh, did you? Yeah. Know, whoever... So there's a rape squad killers subreddit 
Mm-hmm. That's every day they're talking about this show. They're just th- these guys are like experts. They know shit I don't know about Painkiller already, and uh, they said it. They they're making memes. You know what? Wings, Kyle, and Lefty get tons of meme love, and I don't get anything. There's nothing about me on there, but because you don't that. do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I, you I, haven't died lately. I need to get a month's worth of do, subs gotta, in a weekend. You gotta die. I I'll get on it. I'll get on it. Do we need a new topic? Yes. All right. If the world was a massive supercontinent like Pangea right now, how would humanity be different? Stolen from Reddit. Like if it was changed back into it, or if Pangea never separated. But I interpreted it to be the latter. Okay. I think racially, <coughs> uh, it would be a lot more uh, homogenous. That was my first thing. My, Lefty's whole shtick wouldn't exist. We'd all yeah. be one olive goodness thing. Wait, my whole shtick. <laughs> You're so slow. <laughs> <coughs> I keep, it keep it up. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still getting over sickness from a flight from like two weeks ago. But uh, um, yeah, I think there would be no races if we all lived together. We'd just be interbreeding so well that we'd all be way more homogenous than we are. Yeah. Um, uh, it's hard to say. It, it, it could be one world government. It that could be uh, not necessarily though, because obviously, like we're on the same continent as Canada and Mexico. Um, they're not part of the U.S. They don't. Come on, they bow down to us, right? Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just messing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not 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 necessarily one world government, but perhaps uh, perhaps we would have destroyed ourselves by now. Imagine World War II if you know there weren't oceans to if you know the there was mm-hmm. an ocean to protect England from from Hitler if there wasn't an ocean to keep the Japanese at bay. What's the cliche? Know? Tall fences make for good neighbors. Yeah. Something like that. I see where you're coming from. Or I could go the other way. You, you know, I think one area of conflict that exists in humanity is often sort of launched by differences in people. If you have differences in religions, differences in language, then I think that's bad. And I wish I knew a better way to state it, right? But like when countries have trouble, like Yugoslavia did, they had Serbia, Croatia, and something else. I don't know. I suck. But um, a lot of times the troubles there were differences in religion. Sometimes there, you have countries where they speak different languages. And these people never kind of become just one people because they have these cultural differences built into them. I think that if the U.S., and this sounds bad or like I'm going to be the new racist, but if the U.S. changed from the melting pot to the salad bowl, then that could introduce fractures in the country that don't exist today, right? Melting pot, I think, is a much better model and, um, than salad bowl is. So if the if we had one supercontinent like Pangea and we had one language because, you know, lack of fences tend to do that, and maybe we had fewer religions because lack of fences can tend to do that, and if everything merged into one sort of global groupthink, then maybe the world would be a better place. I think it could go either way. It could be a better place, or it could be... We could have destroyed ourselves by now. I could see that option, too. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it could also be homogenous because it occurred naturally, or it could also be homogenous because there was a war and somebody won and other people lost, too. Because, you know, if, if people are in that close of proximity, there's going to be... Going maybe, straight for the Hitler option, huh? <laughs> I didn't say that. There's plenty of other Stalin. <laughs> you know what, Hitler? Like, <laughs> Was Hitler overrated? Like, Stalin killed way more, and he ruled for longer. Uh, no, but you've got to look at the... Hitler basically instigated World War II. Yeah. It, but Mao, Mao did... Mao committed way more atrocities than even Stalin did. Mao was massacring his own people. Yeah, but he wasn't attempting to uh, <coughs> exterminate an entire race of people. The problem with Mao... Is I don't know shit about him. <laughs> like, they didn't really teach much about Mao in my school. I'm roughly aware of the fact that he did lots of bad things, but are you educated on the topic? Uh, I don't mean no, to put you on the spot. I, not as much as I probably sound. But, um, no, I mean, it's just in terms of the sheer number of people murdered for political ends, my, it, we Mao have a winner at the top. How about Genghis Khan? Can he hang? I I don't know the reliability of his, uh, like, because there were far fewer people even when Genghis Khan was around, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he did. I mean, and of course Alexander the Great was all over the damn place. He was ruling everybody and just kicking ass. So. Oh no. So I guess all throughout history there have been people that do bad things. W. And I guess they haven't increased in badness really they've just increased in magnitude because there's more people to kill Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan I just said that for Kyle's benefit yeah you leave Reagan alone <laughs> Reaganomics was bullshit you leave Reagan alone trickle down trickle down is bullshit it widens the wealth gap that's all it does increase spending lower taxes what kind of bullshit is that see that where you belong Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, according to the BBC, the United States will be all but energy def- uh, self-dependent by the year 2035 due to the, uh, the natural gas and oil in, in the shell deposits. What is that? Fracking? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, fracking. Fracking. I don't Just know the truth behind fracking. Into the ground. Like, according, I, the I, BBC, according to BBC World News, we, uh, we're going to be uh, the world's biggest natural gas uh, producer by the year 2015. I have talked to, you know, like over the internet, experts on fracking, and they basically say that a lot of the criticisms you hear on it are unfounded. That, you know, it's not as dirty as they act act like it is. That this stuff is pretty controlled and it's a reasonable thing to do. But popular opinion is so anti-fracking that it's hard for something to gain that much momentum without some basis in truth, right? Yeah, that's reasonable. I, I mean, I think when you're just pumping chemicals into the ground where, you know, we still... Is it chemicals or just water? Uh, I think there's a few different things. I think you can frack with water, but I think there's also, they also use other stuff. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm, what I, from what, what I've read and my very limited knowledge, admittedly limited knowledge, is that um, there's other things that they're using. Uh, there's different, like, flavors. And so I just think in general, you know, pumping stuff into the ground, while it's a cool tactic, it's like, oh, wow, that's actually a really good idea. It's like, well, there's a lot of people that still pull water from the ground. I mean, a lot of us 
do, but you know maybe we should be a little bit more cautious about that. All not water that comes from the ground, bad. pretty much, right? It's not like well, we're catching it from the sky. Right, but <laughs> I, I just mean in terms of the... I mean right there next to the fracking. Right, right. Just It's right there because, I mean, you know, yeah. fracking in Texas isn't... In geological terms, it will eventually affect Lake Michigan, but it's not going to affect Lake Michigan water anytime soon, hmm. really. Or I hope not, unless they really fuck up. <laughs> it's really funny now to see all the BP commercials... Of like, we're sorry for the Gulf thing. Our bad. Because they're like, we're we're BP. We've put so much money into cleaning up the Gulf. And you should come down here and vacation. It's a great place to da-da-da. And it's clean. And, it's, a, and it's, it's basically them trying to make amends to all the states, the tourism that they've ruined by their oil screw-up. Yeah. Well, th- by the way, there are lots of chemicals apparently that are used in fracking. And I don't give a fuck. Let me just say this about the environment <laughs> oh, and like I, and and, and, and all these. Water. Yeah, about the environment and poisoning rivers and animals get going extinct. I just don't care. I don't care. I have never seen a snow owl. Never seen one. Probably never will. But you know what? There's lots of pictures of them. There's lots of uh, documentaries. There's mm-hmm. film footage. That is all I need. That Tasmanian tiger that Reddit's obsessed with that that went extinct. You know, in the 30s or whatever, don't give a shit. I got that one picture on Google Images. That's all I need to know about the Tasmanian tiger. Same with the black rhinos. Everybody's crying a big river. Oh, no, they're using the black rhino horns to cure cancer. Those ignorant fuckers. Why are they killing the black rhinos? What the fuck does a black rhino even look like? I imagine it's a big rhino that's black. I don't care if they all die if my gas goes down to a dollar a gallon. I just don't care. I just walked in. I don't care if they die if my gas goes to a gallon. <laughs> if my gas goes down to a dot, are we what? What would be dying in this scenario? Black rhinos, black rhinos, <laughs> black rhinos, Tasmanian tigers, whatever it takes. I don't care. Mm-hmm. As long as we keep fuck cats. Pandas. Fuck the pandas. Fuck those pandas <laughs> and their panda asses. Don't even care. <laughs> I want. I want somebody to peg and sound every panda alive at the same time, because those fuckers aren't are too lazy to even fucking reproduce. All they eat is bamboo, and they're Chinese. They're Chinese, Woody. What kind of American are you? A panda-hating one. There you go. I'm on your That's side, baby. <laughs> I'm lukewarm on pandas. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't care less. There's a lot of animals. And, and I remember, like, like, like in school, like, like being kind of forced, spoon-fed this shit about, <laughs> oh, this animal's endangered. This one's going to die out. And then I became, became an adult, and I'm like, who gives a shit? Do you know how, right now, like like ninety nine percent of every species that has ever lived went extinct. Shit goes extinct all the fucking time. And they're like, oh, but it's because of human uh, interference. Who fucking cares? We're animals too. You know what would prevent extinction? Pangea, right? They could just <laughs> walk somewhere else. That's we should put the fucking tectonic plates back together and think like I see it as a plan for world peace. World government, world religion, world happiness, uh, more black rhinos, and pandas. Pandas. I wish the black rhinos would eat the pandas. 
<laughs> I bet the black rhinos would like that too. Pandas. He's I, I I just don't care about all these animals that everybody puts on this, uh, this this pedestal as like we need these. Like there are certain animals that are very important to their ecosystems. They are uh, I think they call them keystone species. They're very important. Uh, great white sharks are one of those species. They're you know vultures are. Fuck uh, great white sharks. Oh my god! How many great white sharks have fucked with you, Woody? I, so, so wait, you're saying fuck pandas, but but great white sharks, you better leave we them. Need the them. We need them. We don't need them. Why not? Because they bite people. They do. They do other things. I'm, but like that's. What if I killed your friends, and then you were like, yeah, but you know, Woody makes good videos. Did a shark kill one of your friends? No. But they do bite surfers. Anyone, do you know any surfers who have been bitten by a great white shark? I've seen sharks, and, <laughs> um, and... And wouldn't you think the sharks saw you as well, since they you know, have all those incredible senses? They probably were aware of me. And, and yet they spared you. They were scared of me. <laughs> kind of a badass. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, you know what? I just... Dude... Sharks kill surfers. That's the deal. If you don't know surfers, they go out there, they sit on their boards, their feet hang down. They look like seals. Sharks bite them. Sometimes they kill them, sometimes they don't. There's that uh, girl, professional surfer. She's out there with one arm now. She might be the best in the world. Beth something, I forget. And um, and now she has one arm. That blows. And sharks bite surfers. I have no love for sharks, and you can't convince me that their fish-eating skills are really worth a damn. If if there were no sharks, we'd have more medium-sized fish, and I wouldn't give a fuck. Shark, look, first of all, a shark attack is when a shark shows up in your shower and bites you. When you go out in the ocean on your surfboard, you are antagonizing him. You just went into his house. That's but where wait, wait, he lives. By, by virtue of that logic, there's no such thing as a bear attack. You've, you've never seen that shit that happens at the zoo? Wait. But by that logic, you going to the zoo and getting attacked is not a bear attack because you said it's not a shark attack if I go into the water. I was just hanging Therefore... out at my zoo and that bear attacked me. Okay? <laughs> All right? That's what happened there. No, this is two weeks in a row you lost an argument. No, no, this no, no. This no, no. is. No, no. If you go to a zoo, if you go to the zoo and the bear attacks you, how can you say that's not parallel? Because. To... Going because into the water and a shark attacking you. They have every right to be in the woods. They have every right to be in the forest, at the zoo, in on the, the water. city streets. In the water. No. No. Fuck Look you. What about you as aquatic? What Everything about, about me is aquatic. I'm a natural born swimming, surfing, no, athletic specimen. No. We're I have not, to. We're terribly inefficient swimmers when compared to marine mammals and fish. We don't belong there. We are pretty awesome swimmers compared to most land animals. And oh my god, oh, that's like saying, that's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous, that's like saying, uh... By your uh, logic, frogs don't belong on the ground. They do belong on the ground, they're I really don't know, they're, they're amphibious, right? Pick one. Oh my god. You are not amphibious, Woody. You are not amphibious. I can hold my breath for a long time. How long? I don't know, minute and a half, two minutes, not long three enough. minutes. Not long enough. <laughs> You're not winning this argument, no. I am, no. dude, no. We need the sharks, the sharks are important. And I think what needs to happen is they need to put some sort of shark repellent 
screeny thing on the bottom of surfboards or something. So I, I know there's something that emits some sort of electro- electronic like uh, noise that like freaks sharks out and makes them run away. Why don't they shit, put that shit on surfboards? I know it's a thing. I've seen it. I don't know that such a thing exists. I'm thinking, do people have a right to be in the woods? Yes, people do have a right to be in the woods. Really? Yes. You don't think people are better suited for cities or suburbs? What about up in the North Woods? We're not supposed to be up there because we can't... I mean, without clothes that we make, we shouldn't be able to survive there because it's cold and we would die out. But we can make the clothes. No, no, that's bullshit. Well, we can make surfboards surfboards and wetsuits. We'll we can enjoy make your scuba shark tanks. Enjoy your shark attack. Fuck you. Thing. Scuba gear yeah. is every bit as legit as your um, uh, keeping warm gear. As pants? As, as like skinning yes. a bear? Yes. I, that's, that's what I'm wearing up there. I skin a bear. I'm wearing the bear's skin. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to lose twice in one week. That's the fact is, humans are at the top of the food pyramid. And you know where humans belong? Wherever the fuck they want to belong. And that includes by the fishing pier, surfing. Yeah, from what I'm reading here, there are magnetic shark repellents, there are electro-positive shark repellents, electrical repellents, and uh, semiochemicals, all of which can uh, can be used to protect sharks, uh, protect people from sharks by driving them away from the seas where they're likely to be killed by... Yeah. Yeah. There's no excuse for, for getting attacked by a shark. <laughs> I've never that's heard like, of any of these like, shark repellents. I had. I had because I watched Shark Week. I, if I go to the woods without a rifle and the bear eats me, that's my bad. So if I go, but that's surfing, not a bear attack because you were in the woods. No, it's not. It's it's a bear feeding. See, it, you've it changed. Is, you've changed your your stance. It is a bear attack. God damn you! I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, people belong in the woods. We don't belong on surfboards. We don't belong in water. We don't belong in the oceans Screw with it. sharks. You're on a losing streak, baby. No, no. You are. You are. Because you just no. took two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Come on, back me up, Lefty. No, he changed sides. He no, said it no. wasn't a bear attack. Now he says it is That's a bear attack. I'm trying to read this article about shark repellents while getting a text Dude, message. Dude, you're like arguing with Bugs Bunny. Like, all you do is switch sides, and then you no. will, too. <laughs> no, you can't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, I want to know in the comments. Is there a such thing as a shark attack? It doesn't make sense. Clearly, there's such a thing as a shark attack. Anything that attacks. Dude, there's there's like mugger attacks. So wait, your justification for like it not being a shark attack is that the shark lives in the water. But the bear lives in the woods. And the bear shits in the woods, too. And we belong in... And we're perfectly natural... We're naturally uh, built to be in the woods. There's nothing wrong with a human being being in the woods. Kyle just called you a monkey, Lefty. You gonna take that? <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get to me. You're not gonna. I never do get to you. No, no, no. You're not gonna get me to say something that could be perceived as racist. Oh. Oh, we've done it before. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen again. It'll happen. <laughs> but uh, we need to revive yeah. wings. That's what we need to do. <clears throat> I'm sorry that I don't feel my best. I'm coughing and such. I do want to revive Wings. I can send him another uh, text. What is he doing? Like, what What would Wings be doing right now? What time is it? What gets me is that he hasn't uploaded in five days. Yeah. Wings used to upload, I swear, he uploaded 11 videos a day. And it wasn't even that weird. I mean, it was a lot, but he'd do like seven on a slow day and 11 on a hard day. 
Now he's gone five days without uploading. People think he's actually dead. I like that though. Did I say eleven days? Five days without uploading. I like that people think he's actually dead. That's 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 that. I I love that. It's hilarious. I don't know why people don't think that's more funny. Some guy was like, when Princess Diana died, it didn't bother me at all, but I'm crying my eyes out. I'm just like, that's funny shit, man. That is hilarious. <laughs> you know you what I think is cool about the whole thing? And I don't know if we said this at the start of the show. Wings really touched people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people who sort of reevaluated how they feel about Wings. Like, you know, maybe they took him for granted. Maybe they... You know, he's funny. He's a nice guy. He's good. And when they, for at least a little bit, thought he was gone, started to think, like, wow, it would really suck if Wings were gone. Yeah. I'll be right back. Grab me a drink. All right. Two-man show for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes to get a drink? Yeah, where did, what is, is your house okay. really that our, our, big? Fuck. His house is a palace. I've been there. It's, uh, it's uh, it, he's probably in the um in the guards towers right now where they keep the bad people. It's like sixteen thousand square feet. It's not that yeah. Big. Right and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one, I've got a golf cart to drive around in hallways. And he does have a golf there. cart at the house, and um, so he's probably in one of the towers right now. And the kitchen's like central in the, in the first floor, mm-hmm. yeah. so he has to go down the little spiral staircase into the kitchen and then back up. And that takes a while. You see, the one thing I keep telling Wings is that. Like, he thinks he's hurting now. But if he tries to, because he keeps saying, i got to move away from Call of Duty, but he, he, he it's going to hurt him even more. It's going to hurt even more when he does that, to try to move away from Call of Duty. Well, he's doing it the right way, firing up a second channel. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, but what he should be doing when you fire up a second channel is to work twice as hard. You know, keep the Call of Duty channel alive, raise a new child, and then eventually you've got two. That's that's the way to do that. Lots of people have done it. I think that him not uploading videos on the COD stuff has more to do with a lack of passion, you know, hopefully temporary. And um, I, like on one hand, I understand that. And it's a creative job. Like when you lose your passion for digging a hole, you can kind of still get your ass over to that hole and make the shovel go. When you lose your passion for something like writing or speaking or performing, then it's more difficult to just sort of like turn that on and get the same thing you had before. On the other hand, you know, he makes his living doing this. Get your passion back. You've got work to do. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, what, uh, that's what I need from him. I'm back. Welcome back. I had the butler bring me a soda. He met me halfway. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I... I f- Chauncey. Chauncey is his name. I don't know why I didn't suggest that. You've got Chauncey Billups as your butler? <laughs> oh. Is he out of the NBA now? He's got to be. Chauncey. You guys want to do movie talk? Movie talk! All right. I'll start with Kyle. Which movie killed its franchise? Ooh. <coughs> um, well... Some people might say it was already dead because they just didn't like it. I enjoyed some of the early Final Fantasy movies, especially the first one. And I think they, they really killed it with some of the later ones. I can't name the, the specific one. I'm trying to think of a, a, a better example, though. Um, I've got one. Go ahead. Jurassic Park 3. Oh, Jurassic Park 2 oh. did that, dude. Jurassic, Park, Jurassic 2. Park 2 wasn't that bad. It, it blew. 
I'll agree that each movie was worse than the one before it. But I thought Jurassic Park 2 was okay. After Jurassic Park 2, I was interested and willing to see Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3 was awful. It, it, it was that nonstop thrill ride of a movie. And I heard them advertise that. You know, this is a nonstop thrill ride of a movie. I'm like, all right. You know, I wonder what a nonstop thrill ride of a movie is like. Well, oh, my God. Nonstop thrill rides turn out to kind of suck. Like, it was just... One chase scene after another. It was a move. It was two hours of wind sprints running from dinosaurs, with hardly any perceptible storyline. They were searching for someone, so they spent an hour wind sprinting toward them, and then an hour wind sprinting with them away. And Jurassic Park Three blew. Yeah, there was no Jurassic Park Four. Beverly Hills Cop Three was just awful. And Beverly Hills Cop 2 was pretty good, wasn't it? Beverly Hills Cop 2 was arguably, arguably better than the first one. Godfather yeah. 3. Was yeah. that bad? It was the worst. Ooh. Terrible. Yeah. So apparently when Robert Downey Jr. broke his leg while shooting Iron Man 3, they just, continu- they just continued to shooting and used a bottle- body double and used CG uh, face replacements. Really? really? We're yeah. there already? Holy shit. Yep. Okay. <sighs> Apparently, like, half that movie wasn't even Robert Downey Jr. Dude, Robert Downey Jr. is so on top of the world right now. Mm-hmm. I, his whole vibe is the coolest thing. Like, that guy can go on camera and say anything, right? He could just say, I'm so awesome, I'm not sure you can capture it in that picture you're taking. And they'll love it, and they'll eat it up on the internet. It'll become the next meme. It'll do everything he touches turns to gold right now. I hope he does um, the next Avengers. I, really I hope they that. pay the rest of the cast. They didn't pay him shit. No, um, appara- no. Apparently, like um, everybody except for him was making like a half million to like a million and a half dollars for the first Avengers movie. Who else was a star in that movie? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, who's he? Captain America? Um, no, he's uh, Thor. Okay. And so, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays... I'm sorry, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of telling that I can't name the guy's name, I guess, but he, the, the guy who was in the Hurt Locker and in the Bourne film and... Oh, yeah, uh, he played that Hawkeye guy, right? Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a, Hawkeye <laughs> almost was nominated for an Oscar two years before the Avengers, but he's only making a half million dollars, whereas Iron Man's making... You know, fifty million for his last film. So you know, you're, you're kind of making a point. I feel like most of these other actors that we're talking about are—I I hate to call them B-list, right? Because I don't know where these lists start and stop. I mean, they're obviously super successful, but Robert Downey Jr. right now is the man in Hollywood. He's the pull, right? It, in my life, I've seen. Tom Cruise as the guy that people would just line up to see no matter what he did. I've seen Tom Hanks as that guy. I've seen um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as that guy. And right now, Robert Downey Jr. is that guy. Robert Downey Jr. could do a comedy. He could do a drama. He could do an action movie. He can do anything. And people want to see the next Robert Downey Jr. movie. I think he's bigger than Will Smith has ever been. And none of those other people are on his level. Nobody's on his level, but it doesn't. 
there's too much disparity there. Mm-hmm. You can't have it's one thing if Robert Downey Jr. gets fifty million and Hawkeye gets ten million. Uh, Hawkeye ten gets million five. is big numbers. Like I think Matt Damon pulls ten million. Yeah, but you're dealing with a movie franchise that's going to make billions. It, it's the the numbers right. have to step up a notch. No, I, I think the actors need to earn their own pay. You know, Scarlett Johansson, if she wasn't on that movie, would probably be making a million and a half. What if, what were the pay grades? What were the um, salaries for people on uh, like the Ocean's Eleven movies? Because those were had a ton of A-listers in, you know, third fourth, fifth lead. And there were guys that normally they would pull, I don't know, $5 million a, a flick. So, I mean, because I, my argument, I guess, being that there's only so much actual screen time when you have a cast like that. And Star even though, Johansson makes half a million dollars a week for do, doing her, her Broadway uh, show, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Scarlet. So here, I've got the numbers in front of me. Samuel L. Jackson and Scarlett Johansson made four and six million apiece. No, that all right, those numbers are wrong. I've seen that those numbers are wrong. Um, the real numbers are, are a lot less than that. I've, <laughs> I, I've seen. I've, no, I've seen both quoted, and, and then I saw another article that that said that the the, the like the, the one that was saying they were getting like four or five million each was bullshit. They were really only getting like four, like it was like four hundred thousand. To like one and a half million was was what the supporting cast was making. This says Chris Helmsworth, Chris Evans, Jeremy Renner, and Mark Ruffalo. I probably pronounced that wrong. Bank two to three million each. Hmm. Um, I can look for another source. I think they're making less than that. I read they were making less than that, and I read that it the the, the article I read was pointed out that the other article was wrong. Um, and I know on the internet, so it's kind of and, and the reason we're talking about this is that Robert Downey Jr. has said that he's not going to do the Avengers two if they don't pay his co-stars more. Really? Yeah. You are the man when you can start demanding that everybody else gets rich. Yeah. I wonder. So, it, you know, whatever a sport, an athlete makes fifty million. He doesn't make fifty million. Right. First of all, that's a fifty million contract over like ten years. So he's earning five million a year. Second, when you earn five million a year, half your money goes to taxes. So that's two and a half million a year. Plus your agent's getting like fifteen percent of that. His agent is his wife. <clears throat> um, I'm talking about athletes. But you know, the the agent sucks away a quarter million of that, so now you're just over two million. Um where have I missed anything else? I did the government, I did the agent, I did the time. That might be the bulk of it, right? So, so now you're down to like whatever two and a half million a year, and it's possible to start blowing that kind of money. You know, you buy your whatever twelve million dollar house, and all of a sudden that's your after tax earnings for six years of this ten year contract, and you've you've blown the bulk of your lifetime earnings on a home. And it is, I can see how these athletes go broke. When Robert Downey Jr. gets fifty million for a film. I think he's actually getting rich in a way that athletes don't. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, he does a couple of these films a year, it seems, or at least you know the guy's got to be making fifty, hundred million dollars a year. It doesn't take too many years like like that before, like you're actually super rich. Bill Gates had this thing. 
He says, people want to be a billionaire. He's like, trust me, I'm a billionaire. It's not that big a deal. He's like, what you really want to be is about a hundred millionaire. He's like, after a hundred millionaire, you're, it's the same old dicks. And I didn't understand that at first, but apparently dicks is like a hamburger chain in, in the Northeast or Northwest. And what he's saying is, you know, like, I can see why you want to be rich. I get that. Rich is nice. Uh, if you're rich, there's a lot less concerns that you have. You don't have to worry about your bills. You can have the things you want. You go through life just, you know, not worrying about material things. Like Forrest Gump would say, you know, that's one less thing to worry about. But after a hundred million, you have enough. After a hundred million, you can have a home. You can have a yacht. You can have whatever, like a plane. You can buy everything you want. Like, um, I was talking to a friend of mine. I won't rat him out, Kyle. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about our like little moderate level of wealth, right? And, and the way I described it is I can go to Target, right? Target, the regular store. We all know Target. And I can have anything I want. You know, there's nothing there that's that much. What's the most you expensive? You ain't got nothing in there I can't have. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if, if I really wanted to bring home that, like, $600 TV, I, I could do that. But most of the things in there are, like, 50 bucks or, like, a vase or, you know, like, the things at Target, if I want one, like, mm -hmm. I got Target money, you know? <laughs> like, woohoo. <laughs> and, um... But when you have a hundred million, you have that money everywhere. Like you have Ferrari money. You know, you, you can. There's people who drive hundred thousand dollar cars. If you have a hundred million, you know, even a million dollar car is something that you can have if you want it. You know, all you have to do is make a one percent gain on your money in the market, and mm -hmm. and you got another million dollar car every year. So, Robert Downey Jr. is legitimately there. He's amazingly rich, and that's it. Somehow I didn't think the people who worked for other people ever got that, but he did. Yeah, he's um, a celebrity net worth says he's got eighty-five million, but we all know that's wrong. That has to be bullshit. I think it's be I think it's delayed because if he's pulling yeah. in fifty million a film, a couple of films in a row. As long as he keeps doing Sherlock Holmes, I'm happy. That's all I care about. As long as he keeps being Sherlock Holmes for at least two more, he's got to have two more in him. Hmm. And then, those movies are good. I haven't seen them. Yeah, he's wait, got the Sherlock. Wait, wait. Yeah, he's got the Sherlock Holmes movies. He's got. Um, well, he hasn't, Iron played, movies. he hasn't played Tony. He hasn't played a character other than Tony Stark or Sherlock Holmes in like four years or something. That's interesting. Yeah, it, it's um George Clooney, right? George Clooney was saying that he does those Japanese coffee commercials so that he can do indie films. He says they pay. And they pay him really well, right? He goes over there. Shoots a couple commercials in a week or so, and yeah, that's like a year's worth of commercials in a week, and they pay out the wazoo for it. And now, if he wants to star in some little indie film for a quarter million, which to him is is unimportant money, then he can do that. He doesn't have to do fifty million dollar blockbusters all the time because he's you know quote unquote sells out overseas. Um, it's. Yeah, some of these actors are making big money. I don't know why this is mind-blowing to me because I, I honestly think a lot of these athletes, they're just living the time of their life and they're going to be you know, gym teachers as soon as their career ends. There's a lot of that, yeah. You know, and not, no knock against like gym teacher, but I'd, I'd, just, I'd throw gym teacher out there as a regular person, you know, that not, a, not someone who missed it in life, but they're going to be regular people as soon as their career ends. You're going to catch shit for that, too. Woody, I know gym teachers. My uncle's a gym teacher. 
lost so much respect for you. <laughs> oh, they're always losing respect for me. Right? Yeah. No, but what I meant by that, it, it, I don't know if they're willing to listen, is that after their career as a wide receiver is open, they're going to find that they don't have generational wealth. They don't have the lifetime kind of wealth that um, that they thought they had. You hear the number, you think it's gigantic. You pay your taxes and, and be surprised. Money will fly out the door. So, Lefty, you're following Tim Tebow, right? Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow, yeah. Is that guy getting ripped off or what? It's so unfair. No, because he's bad at football. <coughs> the only thing he does well is win games. No. <laughs> he's been the quarterback for teams that won games. So let me let me throw this out there. When he played in college, he won just one Heisman or two? I think it was just one. He was in the running for it. Like, he could have easily won a second, but they gave him... Or maybe he won more than one. I don't know. I'll look it up. Okay. He was routinely near the top. Yes. Yes. And he had an amazing collegiate football career, Mm -hmm. right? As the quarterback to one of the best teams of his era. And then he went and he played for the Denver Broncos, and he was a backup, and the team lost. And then he was a starter, and the team started winning. Even though he has bad footwork. <laughs> you know, even though his throwing motion seems to be imperfect somehow, uh, he managed to win football games. And then the Jets picked him up. And all they really did was badmouth him and not let him play. And they held on to him until after the draft, when all the teams were swollen with, with roster. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then they let him go. Now, every team has... I'm going to make up numbers, like 85 people on it, and they have to somehow cut to 55. I'm, probably, I'm sure there's a football... I think it's 53, yeah. I was just about to say, I'm sure there's some football guy out there who's going to correct me on my number. But it's close. But you were... For, but for, for pulling that number now, yeah, that's really close. Yeah, so... Um, and, you know, so now they've got 30 players too many, and no team is in a position to want Tebow on there. And I just feel bad for the guy. I'm not a big fan of him. I mm-hmm. When he was... You know, I felt like practicing religion in public instead of in private. I thought, ah, I'm not a huge fan of that. But um, I also feel like the guy's been wronged. Well, I think he's, I mean, there's a whole lot of bad film on Tebow. There's a whole lot of, because all you remember, all people really remember of Tim Tebow are the highlights. They The remember final the, scores. They were, well, they remember the final scores. They remember the crazy touchdowns in, in Denver on that magical playoff run. But what they don't remember is that the wide receiver that scored the touchdown had to run back for the for the magical pass that Tebow threw, then break five more tackles so he could get into the end zone. It's not Tebow like Tebow is a sh- Tebow was a shitty fucking NFL quarterback, and everybody who knows anything about football knew he was going to be a shitty NFL quarterback when they watched him play at Florida. He's running he was drafted a spread in the first round. I don't care. Those guys are idiots. I don't care. We all knew it was. It was hype. It was a. It was hype that even these teams bought into. I watched this guy play almost every single game of his of his college career. I, I'm a Georgia fan, so I watched him beat my fucking Georgia Bulldogs all but one year. I want to say, Matt Matthew Stafford, who was our quarterback, is going to have a much better NFL career than he than Tim Tebow ever will. I remember a, when the Patriots were first starting up the dynasty. And everybody said that um, 
uh, I can't remember the quarterback. Bill Bradley? What the fuck is his name? Someone Drew help Bledsoe? me. Drew, no, no. The the good one from now. Tom Brady? Tom, t- Tom Brady. Thank you. <laughs> I ruined my own argument and looked like an idiot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so Brady, when even after he won his first Super Bowl, right? This is a guy who had never lost a playoff game. And that happened for like a couple of seasons. I think he went two seasons without ever losing a playoff game. And people were still unsure about this guy. They were like, I don't know. I think the Patriots are good in spite of Tom Brady, not because of him. You know, They literally identified him as a weakness even after he won a ring or two. And I half wonder, I hate to compare Tebow to Brady, but like, what if he got a chance to play more? And, and like, do you remember the end of My Cousin Vinny? Like, ah, you know, I just kind of wish I won on my own. Oh my God, what a fucking nightmare. Imagine <laughs> if you win case after case after case, and then after each one you have to say thank you. What if Tebow <laughs> is the quarterback of your team? And he wins game after game after game and gets incredible playoff runs and and takes teams that were losers when he wasn't starting and, and guides them into the 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 playoffs and, and even winning games in the playoff. Then they say, what a nightmare. His footwork was terrible through every win. But I think more of the point was they weren't actually winning because of Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, you can't really attribute those. That's the whole problem with statistics like that is when you start attributing entire things to people like this pitcher got this win it's like well the pitcher you know he didn't bat you know and he didn't play defense really he just pitched how did he win the game as opposed and how did he lose the game and how did a quarterback win versus lose the game um but i think also the other thing that's going to hurt tim tebow and that's this is partly his fault partly not is his fans teams don't want to deal with tebow mania that's bullshit i it's not fair First of all, teams – now, football people don't want to deal with Tebow mania. But mm-hmm. owners should be saying, you know what? I wouldn't mind some f- butts in the seats. But the NFL has that regardless. The NFL has butts in the seats regardless. They've got – just because they're the NFL. The NFL, like, the, the, they're proving – Tebow is proving that it's like, well, yeah, we don't really need all that many gimmicks. I mean, the J- the Jacksonville Jaguars have to black out home games in their own TV markets – but they're still making a ton of money. Well, that implies they could use some more butts in the seats. Right, but they're no. My the profitability is they don't need to sack mortgage their future. For people who didn't get that, if you don't sell out all your tickets, then they don't show the home games at home mm-hmm. on TV. Which is kind of bullcrap because I mean it's. They only show the home games on TV if there's no tickets left for sale. That's like their thing, but um. Uh, maybe if Tebow was there, people would go. The games would be on TV. The butts would be in the seats. The stadiums would be full. It'd be a big win. And they're like, I don't know. The coach might never, get pressure. But then you could never get rid of him. You could never get rid of him because those people will disappear again, and your team will suck. Because so you're you saying the to... reason the team was good was because of Tebow? I'm no, just no, winning no, no. arguments left and right today. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: you have to you have to create an offense mm-hmm. around Tim Tebow. You have to create an offense, an NFL offense that works with him and. People say he's dynamic. I say it's because he's bad. But you have, to, bad. you have to create things that, that other NFL quarterbacks and other offenses won't need. You have to try to run a fast-paced option, spread option kind of offense. That doesn't win NFL. championships. That doesn't win championships. Do you guys need a new topic? Tebow's a, uh, a bum. Fuck you, Tebow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go back. Did, did Tebow yeah. beat your team too many times? 
Yeah, he did. Because he's a fucking cocksucker with a <laughs> with a stupid with a stupid fucking play style that will never win at the pro level. And and the other thing I really <laughs> hate about Tebow and people try to sloth <coughs> this off onto onto the media and stuff, but he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows when the cameras are on him. There's 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 a lot of video and there's two distinct images of um, there was iconic images of Tebow sulking after he was I think it was some playoff game or something, but what you what they don't show you is the moment before he put his head down and was sulking i believe it was when he was on the broncos and the broncos were losing in the playoffs he locked eyes with the camera that was on him he's looking directly at the camera like he's just looking around and then he sees the cameras on him and he sees it's got the light on and then his head goes down to create and it's just he knows there's a certain element of he knows what he's doing he the, the tebowing the praying the the glory to god after everything a lot of that i think is bullshit and it's just a, it's meant to ingratiate and let me him. say this about the glory to god stuff look i i am not a religious guy i don't go to church but i do believe in god i do i can't help but not i just do mm-hmm. so but i i, I don't think and I think you guys will agree with me. If you know whether you're whether you're an atheist, atheist or, or you're religious or whatever, let's just say for a second that that God is real and He is an omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient being who, you know, controls the universe and everything. He is not the one helping me make touchdowns. Okay, He is busy keeping the fucking nuclear-powered sun spinning and the fuck. He's holding the universe together with his bare hands. He doesn't care if I score some points at a damn ball game. Such bullshit. Don't thank God for your touchdowns. He doesn't care. It's almost insulting to thank that guy for your touchdown. I don't know. I, I saw a Saturday Night Live skit. Jesus said it was totally him. Oh. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> that, the skit? That was really funny. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was really good. Hey, new topic? Yeah, sure. Please. Fuck you, Tebow. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, they showed the mom. That's a th- that was like a thing, right? For the whole show, they keep asking, like, is that the mom? Is that the... Yeah, they didn't flat out say it was the mom, but mm. it was the mom. The season finale, which already aired, by the way, uh, Future Ted once made a reference to the thing with your mom's yellow umbrella. And then they talked about how they met at a wedding and, and something about a train station. And we've just met the woman with the yellow umbrella at the train station. Huh. Yeah. Does that mean they're gearing up to end the series or? Season nine will be the last season, perhaps, where, you know, we see them fall in love. Or maybe she'll become one of the gang. Um, So so I don't watch the show, but I'm guessing the premise of the show is that this guy's been telling his kid a story for the last nine years. Yes. Cool. She was. Do you know who Johnny Sack is in The Sopranos? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know who his daughter is? She had yes. a reoccurring yes. role. That's the actress. The fat. Wait, the fat one or the thin one? Must be the thin one because she's not fat. Yeah, because he had the fat daughter that in the hospital when he was dying from. Yeah, he's got a really, really. One of his daughters is super, super thin, and one of them super, super fat. So it, it would definitely be that. I would describe this woman as maybe super thin. Okay. Not attractive either, the way I remember it. Maybe you know what? So she's not unattractive. That's for sure. Like I, I, I don't want to start saying everyone below her on the one to ten scale is unattractive, but she's less attractive than Robin. 
if if you've ever watched the show. And I always expected his wife to be right there. Like most of the women that Ted dates on the show are actually, I think most of the women Ted dates on the show are prettier than his wife. Hmm. But okay. yeah, and I, I like I I I like the show. I I'm, I haven't seen every one because I'm like delayed. I'm on Netflix. <laughs> but but um, uh, when I saw who the actress was, I started looking at like the other things she did. She did a thing in Glee. She did a thing in Falling Slowly, and then like I, so now I've seen her sing. I saw her on Thirty Rock. You know they have a scene there, and uh, and I know what she looks like, and she's pretty, but. You know, Robin was hot. And I wouldn't say, like, yeah, this, this you know, she's a regular person. Hmm. Yeah, I've never really gotten into that show. I've seen a couple of episodes, um, but I've just never really gotten into it. Hmm. Just see, I want to see who this uh, this woman is. How much about That's been going on since 2005. Wow. Yep, that's right. Eight seasons. That's crazy. Isn't it? I I like the show. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good for old Doogie Hauser. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. I like him too, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, he's not Robert Downey Jr. on top of the world, but I just feel like he's he's doing it right, you know. And I wonder how hard Robert Downey Jr. works. At what? <laughs> At work, like. I think that being on a movie shoot is probably nearly a 24 by 7 job. Like, I bet during filming, he's always on call. He's always checking his lines. He's Except after he breaks his leg and they do uh, the computer-generated <laughs> face thing the rest of the movie. I bet breaking his leg didn't make his job easier. I Eek. bet. Oh. I, really? Yeah. <clears throat> I bet all of a sudden now he's like dressed up in one of those green suits or something and he's sitting in a chair. I bet I I I don't know what the details are, but I'm betting that breaking his leg meant he had to be a real pro and perform through it. That's just my prediction. I I think you've been on set before. It's it's hard work, right? Like, like from <laughs> I had to wake up earlier than I wanted to, and I went to bed later than I wanted to, and I, like, you're kind of babied, which is neat, but still, you're the product, and you're working all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I bet he gets that for like six or eight weeks in a in a bit, you know, like during filming, and then I think he has that just what twelve weeks a year. 15 what weeks do I want to do? a year? I want to go to Fiji for a week? All right, I'm on a plane to Fiji now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on his plane probably. Like, mm-hmm. I think this guy works 15 weeks a year. That would be glorious. And take the other 35 off. I want to change subjects. Okay. So, have you guys seen the trailer? I, it's It almost seems inconceivable that you haven't for Pacific Rim. Hmm... The movie where that that somehow an interdimensional portal is opened beneath the Pacific Ocean and the gigantic skyscraper-sized monsters invade and we build equally gigantic robots powered by two humans whose minds are fused. Oh, I've yeah. seen it. Now, this movie brings suck at previously levels only known inside of black holes, right? No, I disagree. Really? I think I think we've got a good one on our hands. No way. Yeah, I think this is going to be good. 
skyscraper tall monsters is going to be good? I think so. I saw a scene where he picks up an entire battleship and uses it as a weapon. Um, I was before you said that. I was going to say I think we have the next battleship on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the battleship up and hits the monster in the head with it. Battleship ninety percent sucked. It battleship was horrible. Battleship <laughs> was fucking shit. There were moments. It was battleship. <laughs> But this movie, first of all, um, I don't know the guy's name, but it's the main guy from, um, what's the the biker gang uh, TV show? Uh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. So the main guy from that, Jax, is uh, is is in this movie. He's got is that the older role. guy or the younger guy? The younger guy. Okay. Not Ron Perlman, but the young blonde guy. Um, so he's in this thing, and a couple other people are. It looks good to me. I want to see giant robots fight giant monsters for the sake of mankind. And it, it seems like they started showing the trailers for this thing like a year and a half ago. I know, ago or right? Something. Yeah, I had to dig up the old memory banks on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes out uh, either June or July, so we're only a month or two away. Star Trek is it out Epic yet? Suck. Yes, Star Trek's out. All right, so we're, we're going to go see watch... at Living Legends one of those nights. We're going to go watch Star Trek. Thursday or Friday night. I'm I'm good either way. Yes, we should do a fan meetup one of the nights. God, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> no? So, do you remember it was a year or two ago we were going to meet at Walmart and have a noodle fight <laughs> with our we, fans? That could be arranged. <laughs> That's a different story. A noodle fight is a, is a different story. But I can only take so much fan meetup. It's, it's fine at the event because it's like what you're there for. Like, I was like, coughing. You can only take so much what? Fan meetup. Time. Okay, it, it, it's it's because it's the same experience every single time. Uh, it, for it, you, it's all, it's all new for them, but it's all the same for me. Lefty and put it so well. Like for them, it's this big event, it's this cool thing. But for you, it's like a collective event. Like like the jokes you're hearing are the thousandth time you've heard it and such. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And See, I did a I did a meetup for Airsoft in California, and it was a great event. Like it was really good, and and like I was just soaking up the love. Like it was it was a really positive experience for me. Yeah. Well, but I, I've also been on the other side, you know, where you're like, maybe I was just in the right mindset to meet fans because I've, I've I don't know. You meet them at restaurants or stuff, or like sometimes I get recognized when I go out to eat and things like that, and um, you know it. it I get. I'm trying to say it right. It takes a little bit of professionalism to be, you know, open to the f- meeting a fan experience when really what you had in mind was like the dinner with your family experience. I got I got recognized in traffic a couple days ago, and it was a, it was like a 38 year old guy, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, never thought I'd see you here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I live, live right over there. Yeah. Well, I work down here, and I'm like, that's awesome. Were you in the red car? Work is good. No, I was I was in somebody else's car. Oh, okay. Um, it's 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 and it and it's not so bad when it's one person at a time. It's it's not bad at all when it's one person at a time for me. I don't mind meeting one person at a time, but the idea of being surrounded by fans at a movie that I that I really just want to go and enjoy doesn't sound pleasant. You know the upside to not having. As many subscribers as you guys do. Not as many fans. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I could just go to a movie there and just kick my feet up and watch the damn movie. Uh, oh, Nobody you know what happened? gives a shit. We went to the play on Sunday, on Mother's Day, and Hope got recognized. Not me, not Jackie, not Colin, but Hope got recognized at the will call window. They were, they, like, they were all like, you're Hope. And we had done a video with Hope and I going to the play before. And they saw her, and they were just like, "You're the girl from YouTube." And yeah, <laughs> Hope is uh, I, I'm a theater geek person. Whatever. I was at my sister's college graduation, trying to watch this thing intently, and this guy's tapped me on the shoulder like, just just kept asking me questions, just kept going on and on and on, and I'm just like, yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. Back to the graduation, though. That's the thing. You got to get the demo, right? Because, like, if I go to the supermarket, then, you know, all the moms shopping for food there, that's not really my demographic, right? If I go to, like, a fencing tournament with my my daughter's competing in or, like, a high school or something like that, um, I drove by a couple kids playing pickup basketball. And they're like, Woody, I'm subscribed to you. And it was like, oh, thank you. But um, uh, if if I go to the supermarket, like I said, you know, th- th- all the moms there, they're they're not really seeing. Oh, but only if they did. <laughs> so that when you said college graduation, it's like, yeah, you know, that's that's the place you'd get recognized. Like that would happen there. I I really just wanted to watch the graduation. I I really did. Who graduated? My sister. Oh, good for her. Good for her. So, anything new at home, Kyle? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, you want to talk about the, the thing with my dad? Yeah, I, but oh, I was okay. going to give you the option. I see. Uh, so, so my, um, <coughs> I was, so my parents are apparently after like twenty. Let's do the math on this. Twenty nine or going on thirty years of marriage, they decided to call it quits. It's like, what are you doing? I don't get it. You're this far in. Just, just keep. You just take it. <laughs> just take it. It was a stupid fight, in my opinion. Just, just take it. Can we tell them what the fight was about? Yeah, my 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 dad bought a car, and my mom didn't like it, and she fr- she flipped her shit about him buying the car, and and, 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 he, it, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but if, from what I gathered when you told the story is. It wasn't like this car changed the financial landscape no, of the family. No, it was like he a bought, $9,000 car. Yeah, a $9,000 car. It's a what it tell me with it. What did he buy? A 67 Cam, uh, Camaro uh, convertible. And he uh, wanted the project. So he's going to yeah, buy this car and he's going to fix it up and make it lovely. That it's something he likes it to do. Yep. You and he did a project once before. Yeah, we've built cars together before. Um, we built a few different cars. And it's 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 it's, he likes doing that kind of work. He's really good at like paint and body work and, and welding and, and that sort of thing. He likes restoring old cars. And she apparently flipped her shit. And my mom is a bit, I won't say unstable, but she is harsh. <laughs> harsh. And can be very difficult to get along with. But I just think the whole idea of getting a divorce when you're like, you know, in your 50s and 60s is just absurd. You're, I, yeah, it scares me because I'm 17 years in, right? I'm 17 years married now, and I think, like, by any measure, that's pretty legit, right? That's not some new marriage. Yeah. Even people who've been married 30 years, say 17, 
I'm not gonna act like you like you're newlyweds. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, seventeen is a is a big number. And to hear someone get divorced at thirty, it's like, oh, wow. So just because things are perfect seventeen years in, doesn't mean they'll be okay thirty years in. Like it, it it shakes you. It's like, oh, I, I thought this was an, a solved question, but guess not. Guess not. Hmm. I, 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 they're not he getting called, divorced. Oh, they, I, I really do think they are. He, and he called me today like I was going to take sides. Would it be in bad taste to put five bucks on it? Oh, I'll put <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll put more than five on it. I, I'm well, pretty... fuck you, FBS McDuck. I'll put five. <laughs> <laughs> Woody's working with Target money. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'll put five bucks on it, sure. All right, let's set a date. Um, they need to be actually divorced by June of, of 2015. Oh, end of this year? Yeah. I'll go further. I'll say a year from now. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you more than that. Because end of the year, they could be separated. I know in um, North Carolina, you have to be separated for a year. Interesting. I don't know what it's like where you live or where they live. Yeah, yeah I honestly don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I think they're done for. Wow. So, this is another question I've had, and, and you're so early in the process, it's too early to ask, but when you're eight and your parents get divorced... Nightmare! I understand how traumatic that is on your psyche, you know? You, like, uh, your world is shook. But you're not eight. Are you 27? Yeah. You're 27 and your parents get divorced. Is your world shook? Don't even care. <laughs> Don't even care. <laughs> Don't even care. Not one little bit. Could not. Just don't care. It kind of sucks. Hope my mom's gonna be okay with her financial stuff. She's got a. She's got a full time job. You know, she's a teacher. But hope hope that's all taken care of. But other than that, like you know. So you do not care. Your take on this is probably like I hope this doesn't result in a lot of boring conversations. Oh, I refuse to have the conversation. Don't cry my dad, on my shoulder, parents. Yeah, you're, my you're... dad. My dad tried to call me today to talk about some shit, and I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" I'm not. I don't know what you guys have going on over there with this whole thing, but I don't want any part of it, and I'm not taking sides. And then he hung up on me, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> all, right. all right, thanks, Dad." <laughs> Quick. Yes, you were looking for an ally in this war, but I'm sorry. I'm not, we're not going like, to rail against mom together. <laughs> wow. So, I feel swear that all my questions are so thoroughly answered. I don't have any follow-ups. Lefty? I got nothing. Wait, what? What, what am I giving input on? We were talking about Kyle's parents getting divorced, you insensitive bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm watching the first ever video of a carrier drone. Launching from the deck of an aircraft carrier. It's momentous, Woody. That's old news. Is it momentous? No. It's a it's a completely autonomous drone being launched from an aircraft carrier. An automaton. You know, so I've been reading that they're controlling drones from the U.S. that fight in theaters like Iraq, right? Mm-hmm. How do they deal with lag? <laughs> like, isn't that a big deal? We got good internet. Like, <laughs> they must have Fios or something. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I had to control a plane, I, I guess it's not that twitchy. 
Like I, I, I'm honestly serious about this. Like mm. the lag from here to Iraq, for example, especially if you're dealing with wireless, it might be over a second. Like I'm betting that the way that they drive these things is just not a, it's not a dogfight type thing. Like they look at it, they carefully, they they probably set up waypoints. Like it, so, Cisco was involved in the first Mars rover or something like that, and um. They actually communicated via TCP/IP, and they had to go to Cisco. The, the internet people don't know. I used to work at Cisco. We make route made routers and uh, the, all the plumbing that involves in the internet. So my, my my router, my Cisco router went out the other day. What do you? Uh, is there anything you can get done about that for me? I, dude, I swear to God, if there was anything, I would. I have so nothing <laughs> just, for you. I'm so kidding. Yeah. I'm so kidding. <laughs> but um. <laughs> anyway, uh, um. So when dealing with. Um, like just sending messages and packets and stuff to outer space, there was this whole new thing. They're like, imagine having eight minutes of lag. That's what we're dealing with. We send stuff, it's eight minutes later. When they tell the, like this remote controlled car on Mars, you'd think you push the stick forward to go forward and right to you know, turn right and stuff like that. That's not how it works. You select points on the ground that you want it to travel to because that's a more forgiving thing of lag. You know, imagine if you press the thing to go forward and it took eight minutes to figure out, like, for you to find out what was happening, for it to react to what you're doing. Yeah. So on a lesser scale, from here to, like, Afghanistan, how do you fly a plane with that kind of lag? Maybe putting them on aircraft carriers opens up a new dogfighting drone. Good. That's more stealthy, too. I just don't think they have that much lag. From here to there, if they're using satellite relays, I think they've got like a second tops, like you said. But even hmm. then, in a dog, when you're when you're in a jet and you're going however a couple hundred but, knots, it's like. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about drones. These things are kind of buzzing around up there, blowing up hard targets, stationary right. stuff. Hmm. See, I don't, here I'll link you the video. This one looks like it's it could be used as a fighter platform because it's a definite jet. Like, gonna give it to you. Gonna give the it Amrams and the Sidewinders and the Phoenixes. The Amrams. So. It's like X-47B. X-47B completes first carrier-based launch. Um, as a pro tip out there for you guys watching, I don't know the audio because it would come through the, the X-Split and stuff. The thing doesn't even move till like 35 seconds in. Oh, there'll be people complaining. Nothing happens till 30. It's a minute and a half video. Okay? <laughs> you would sacrifice a minute and a half of your I disagree. Life. If you have a minute and a half video and the first 40 seconds have no action, there's something wrong with your video. But you have to understand that it's driving itself to the catapult. Nobody's in that. That's just a thing. That's nobody's nobody's driving that to the. Okay. I'm pretty bored already. I'm <laughs> 15 in, and I'm. Oh, but okay, let's go back to domestic issues. I, I kind of want to see that F-18 over there, like go up there and just destroy the fuck out of it. Yes. It, so the thing in the there it is. It just took off. Wow. wow. So when it, flew over, it looked really cool, though. Yes, U.S. Navy. You suck at YouTube. Like you, this is get better thumbnails. What's wrong with you? This video does have that option to remix this video. By the way, I just Anybody noticed. If you see remix this video, that means you can reload it. 
Yeah, you, you go to like Creative Commons license and you can redo yeah. it and stuff like that. Yeah, you can put this on your that. channel. So, um, uh, oh, which by the way, remind, I'm going to put this thing on my channel right now. I'll show you the last like couple seconds. This is what the drone does. And you'll see, if you can see the timer, that's it. 134, it gets good at about 122. And then here it is flying over. I've just hooked you guys up with not having to search for this video. <laughs> there you go. That's right, because it's a military thing. You don't have copyright over it. That's right. Yeah, uh-huh. if you see Creative Commons, then you can reuse it in your videos and incorporate it and do more and stuff like that. So that's, that's how Lefty, that works. Lefty, are, are you a baseball fan? Yes. Do you see Mario uh, Mariano Rivera just got his 16th save out of 16 uh, attempts this year? Really? And that guy, he... 43 years old. He destroyed his ankle like two years ago, too. And like like in his 40s, he had a serious... Or maybe it was an ACL. Shut up, Woody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine, Woody. You program the show. You want to talk about. I, I do program the show. But there were a lot of people out there that wanted to hear about Mariano Rivera and his 43-year-old uh, ankle. Ankle. The, I, I, there's a lot of international people watching the show that have never heard uh, of Listen him. to the guy's name. It's Mariano Rivera. It is international. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All Dude, American names can't, are can't. international. So I was, Unless his Twitter. name is Running Bear. <laughs> that shit's not American. <laughs> So so look I'm on Twitter and this guy's uh this guy's Twitter profile image or whatever was a gif of a bug crawling around within the square that contains it and I tried to squish the bug. Oh yeah, you see the spider <laughs> one on YouTube all the time. You've probably seen that, right? I this is the first this is my first experience with this. I was like, "What's that fucking oh, you're dead little man?" And I was like, "What what what?" Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys know the web vlog or blog I should say, Hyperbole and a half? Unfamiliar with this. Oh, it's just me. Damn it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I bet you know the memes that have sprung from it. Like, mm-hmm. all the things and a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. No? All the things? How can well, you Well, no, I know all the... I know that meme, yeah. Okay. I mean, all the time. Well, it, it, this isn't really going to work with you guys if you don't know the thing, but... Basically, she writes these blogs, and she's really, really cool. Like, it, just through her writing, you wish that she was your friend. You know, and and I know it's a girl and it's all twisted to have a girlfriend thing sometimes and whatever. But just get past that and think every time she writes anything, you wish she was your neighbor. You wish she attended your barbecue. You Like, she is the coolest person in the world. And she hadn't posted for a year and a half. And she came back with this really deep thing on depression and how it sapped her of her energy and all her feelings and how, like, she didn't even feel negative things. She just didn't feel and she went through her life like a zombie for the last year and a half. And it was touching. But I can't really share that experience with you guys because you don't care. I know Kyle's girlfriend loves hyperbole and a half. She'd probably like it. Oh, yeah, she would. I don't like it, though. And I don't think they're – yeah, I don't think I could be friends – What do you, I, I don't know about this whole friends with girls that you're not trying to to, to get down with thing. I don't have any. Yeah. That's because they don't exist. Yeah, Every right? girl, when a guy talks to you, he's trying to fuck you. <laughs> on some level. Yeah. On yeah. some level. It may not be overt. In, it's overt. 
on some level. <laughs> Kyle's like, it's overted by it, Just so I you know. V, you got a V. Let's do the damn in, thing. In your ass. Hard. <laughs> hard. So I don't. saw a, I saw a pie a pie chart the other day. It was um, the demographics of those who use uh, ChristianSingles.com, and it was like it was like fifteen percent Christian males looking for Christian women, fifteen percent Christian women looking for Christian men, seventy percent dudes trying to fuck a wholesome girl in the ass, <laughs> and then and then in parentheses hard. <laughs> and I was like. Do you and think then that's I true? Up. Are there really a lot of Christian? Then you signed up. Perfect. Are there really a lot of Christian women taking in the butt to preserve their virginity, or is that mostly myth? I, I think it happens. I wonder. I don't really care why it goes there, just as long as it goes there. <laughs> Stayswet.com. Stays there you go. Wet, wet platinum. <laughs> I hope we land them as a sponsor. I, I, I'm almost positive they're going to send me a bunch of product, and I'll be able to hold it on camera and show you guys that legit Wet's talking to us. We're in talks right now. I'll be all luby. Yeah, that's what you need to do. You need to build a macaroni house with the with the, the an inferior product, and then like coat your entire floor in there with wet, and then let your dogs come in, and they'll be slipping. <laughs> They'll be slipping and falling everywhere. I could just see this sounds asses. sick and wrong, but I could like open the door and go ice skating in the man cave with Colin. Just the two of us sliding <laughs> around on our lubricated floor. Yeah, I like it. It's a brilliant idea. But how do yeah. you clean it? Uh, you're gonna need something pretty powerful. <laughs> you're gonna need a fire hose. <laughs> you're gonna need something pretty powerful to cut the uh, super lubricated power of wet platinum. <laughs> Because it does, in fact, stay wet longer. <coughs> oh, right. I really need to test this stuff because you say it wipes off your skin clean, yet it adheres to your hardwood floors like no tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah, it does, it does. Because like I've noticed, like, like I've got to go like wash up, like I said, after after using some sort of KY or right. Astro Glide product. But with this stuff, I feel like it's more like getting like kitchen oil on my hands, and I can kind of take a towel and wipe it off, and I'm okay. If nothing else, my hands are just moisturized now. I swear we haven't been paid to endorse this thing at all, but I totally, like, I want it. It's good stuff. I was sending text messages to my agent. I'm like, send that shit to my house. Let me see. see. I'll get the quote right. I don't see it anymore. Yeah. But I did say we talked about them. I think it was their premium model that Kyle was a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it must be in my email, but I'm afraid and, if I open it, it'll show up on. And there's another company whose name I won't use, but I noticed that Stays Wet Longer's uh, Twitter was associated with them, and they make this sort of sex cushion that's sort of shaped in a way that, like, I don't know, it's, I guess you put a woman on it and, like, it presents her well or something. It's some sort of, like, sex-aiding cushion. Really? It turns yeah. a woman into a baboon and has her present? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get one exactly. for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see, like, Wings gets his and he's just sitting on it playing games. Just doing a day already. Up. Like, face... Face down, ass up. (laughs) I like this. Takes all the pressure off my back. (laughs) Dear God, wings. It's not for that. Every every week from now on. (laughs) (laughs) 
also great for pegging. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And sounding. And, and how does it present her, by the way? Is it like a gynecological exam? Or... No, no, it was good for, it was like a doggy style uh, type thing. Like it, a baboon. It, I was on target. Yeah, yeah, it like conformed to her, the curves of her body so that she could comfortably be presented. In a, in, a pleasing, oh in a pleasing manner. You know how Mike Mike Vick had those like rape stands that he was putting the female dogs in? No. Not like that, except for not horrible. <laughs> except consenting in adults. Yeah, yeah, in a consenting yeah. adult kind of way. Get yeah. one for your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just throw it in her living room. She won't know what it is. I think it's funny when you get old people really dirty things and they don't know what they are. They use them in weird ways. You see, like, what if what this if, what if you watch your do? grandma? No, I just think it would be fun. I, like, what if you got a grandma like like uh, a thing of like wet uh, platinum or Hitachi magic it. wand? Yeah, Hitachi magic wand. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's like, oh, it gets the knots right out of my back. Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Is Weird. It a- I want a divorce. Oh God, can we? <laughs> no more talking about the clitoral stimulation of grannies, please. Clitoral stimulation <laughs> and oh, <no>. vaginal. <laughs> Does Hitachi make a lot of stuff aside from the magic wand? Like, don't they make weed whackers and they shit? They make TVs and all kinds of shit. They probably make, like, race cars. There's a race car on their website. They're the proud sponsor of Team Penske. Yeah, Penske for the win. Consumer pro- well, I think like, the magic wand was originally intended to be a back massager. Yeah, they make tools. They sell their shit at Home Depot. They're the green ones. Yeah. That's where I think of Hitachi. But they also apparently make the number one women's pleasure product. I've seen that uh, used in a lot of fun ways on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen it used in one, really. Oh, man, you're you're on the wrong. Let me try to get the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, link it up. Let's see. <laughs> I don't want to be following any of these links. I want to see what Kyle's... I used to only open up links in, like, incognito windows, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was just this notion, like, like everything had to be hidden, this and that. Like, my browser history was supposed to be completely pure. Now it's like, listen, you don't open a man's browser. You just don't fuck with it. Like, that should be a house rule. This is a man's browser right here. You don't want to see what I've seen. <laughs> don't worry what comes up in the search fields. Don't worry about that. Yeah. What the hell are you doing typing on my computer? This is a guy's computer. It can do irreparable harm to you. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with the man's computer. Yeah, don't you try to Google pus on my computer because you're going to find <laughs> something you don't want to see. Yeah. Don't Google P anything. Yeah, to, all your work, if you have any questions that start with P, use the downstairs computer. Yes. <laughs> there is a family matter, computer. For that fact, A and B and... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything that starts with... Use this computer. Anything that starts with V or A or P or, or S or X. What was your Most letter? Most of the alphabet. Yeah, C. There's D. There's a T. I'm just running to S. You know what? There are a lot of letters that are off limits on this computer. Just back the fuck off. This is a guy's computer. It's not meant to be used by you people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't but need to be up in here. You don't need to be up in here. The shit that happens on here. <laughs> you back off. Uh, well, it's not that bad. Jesus. That's a little much. Yeah, I, I think Woody might have... 
have yeah. some interesting things he goes to look at. Oh, oh, oh now you're abandoning me, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, you're on your own now. When you went, <laughs> no, Kyle, I, the, the reason that you can't abandon me, Kyle, is you're responsible for lots of these links. <laughs> yeah, you have sent me snakes giving oral sex to men. You have sent me men having vaginal sex with chickens. Don't go acting like you're that, I'm alone over here. Now, now, in my defense, that could have been anal sex. We don't know for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, and, and when I first saw chicken, I thought, whoa, that's way too small an animal. That can't be. Because <laughs> right? I, I think sex with chickens, I think that can't be, right? In the same way that sex with squirrels or muskrats probably can't be. But if you think it through, chickens pass eggs every day. Now, work the diameter on an egg and compare that to your junk. Chickens can have sex with you. <laughs> Please wins redemption. Please don't go out there and start trying to have sex with chickens. <laughs> I'll don't do what that. I want to, bitch. Leave, leave, <laughs> those, leave those chickens alone. <laughs> you let them go on about their business. <laughs> Whatever their chicken business is. If I so were to have sex a... with a chicken, would I break the egg? Oh. <laughs> I'm just asking. Would scrambled eggs then come out? Would it be... Oh, I don't even want to say what I'm thinking. Just don't mess with my computer. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're saying. Just yeah. don't get Long story enough. short, don't go typing things on a man's computer. Well, I, I can't find the pornographic video that I was going <coughs> to but But I, it, it, it was going to be bad. You know what? I got fan mail. Dude, I have, I have fan mail all over the place. But this is something new. Oh. Wait a second. I'm gonna just to mess with Jackie. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna invent like a female fan who's obsessed with you and start sending like these like 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 there's gonna be kisses on the letters with lipstick and panties in the envelopes and stuff like that. Woody is not excited about this idea at all. <laughs> he is completely ignoring it. This send idea is a loser. With the packages, just go to like Victoria's Secret and buy underwear and send it with the letters. I've got plenty of women's underwear laying around. Okay, that works too. Yeah. Um, I lost. I, I, just, I didn't want to presume <laughs> that you know you had things laying around all over the damn place. I, I don't really. I, I, as a matter of oh, fact, here here's this. I guess this is the letter I was looking for. It says, "I'm a longtime sub, and I've been sub to many commentators, but you're the only one left that I watch. I'm a 32 year old guy from Texas, and I work in IT. I use AdBlock, and I feel like you deserve the revenue I'm blocking. Thanks." Gary. And then he sent me this Amazon gift card for 25 bucks. Let's make sure there's nothing. Aww. I can go full screen. And yeah. uh, and there it is. Now he can watch guilt-free with Adblock. Cause he, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan. Don't do that. I like that. 25 bucks a subscriber? That works out nicely. <laughs> yeah, imagine if I yeah, got $25 million. That a lot of your fucking videos. <laughs> like a lot. He's more than paid up. Yep. But uh, but it was a really kind gesture. Like I, you know what I um, I gave money to YouTube commentators back even before I had a channel, and it was the same sort of thing. It was like, you know, they didn't have money, and I was feeling really appreciative for what they did for me, and uh, it was like this is good. And some of them felt like it was too generous, too generous. Woody, don't do that. And it was like no, no, no. The person giving the money decides if it's worthwhile or not. Like you know. It, it, and, and money's different for different people, right? For some people, 20 bucks is like whatever. 
two weeks worth of lunch money at school and it's a hardship and it's a problem for other people. $20 is, is, you know, easy to come by. So, uh, um, you know, when I donated and stuff, it was like, yeah, look, I, I'm deciding whether it's worth it to me or not. And I decided it's a bargain. So this guy's a, a grown up that works in it and he paid $25 and, uh, thank you. No, you're not scamming them. It's not a scam. No, no. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody will, somebody's tr- going to try to turn it into a scam. Like, oh, you told this guy that he needs to give you $25, but it's I'll not. I'll scam the fuck out of you if that's a scam. That's <laughs> <laughs> a scam that you can work. Well, it's, it's wrong for me to say I want your money. Send it to me. <laughs> of course uh, I want your money. Yes, you can send it to me. Give it all to me. I don't care. Uh, I asked, um, so I went to VidCon last year. And uh, they get YouTubers and they put them on panels and stuff. I was on two panels. But I, I also went and attended other people's panels. And I went to see Harley from Epic Mealtime. And he was up there talking and stuff. And I was like, I don't know my worth. Like When I talk to other companies, I honestly don't know if I should be asking for like 500 or 50,000. Like I don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I ask for all of it. How much <laughs> money do you want? I want all the money. You all the money that you have, send it to me, and we got a deal. That's that's how I work. I want all of it, and, and it was just like <laughs> he's <laughs> Harley booms with such like. If you guys don't know, in real life, he just commands a room. Like what he says, what he does, these big boisterous movements and stuff, and he's just like, I want all of it, and uh, it was it was glorious. Paul Bunyan just stepped up in your living room. Yeah, and he had like you know full rocking beard and stuff and everything, and uh, it was neat. He did some of the best panels at VidCon. I don't know if he's doing any this year, but he did a good job. So, where the fuck is Wings? <laughs> I want to say he's dead, but apparently that joke's not funny. Well. <laughs> Tasteless bastard. I, 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 uh... I, I, I saw some people got some people were like, oh, you got me. It's like, ha, yeah, ha, but, ha. yeah. A lot of people were like that. I think the majority of people were like that. Okay. Um, that they, they, they thought they, they they understood it was a joke. They thought it was funny. And the fact that we had Minnesota Burns on here, who was like, you know, the king of YouTube trolls or whatever, kind of, uh-huh. you know, that 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 made it that that wasn't the intention from the beginning, but because it was kind of my idea to do it, but you know, it kind of it went with the theme. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Like, like people who are like blaming you for it. It was my fucking idea. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. So, like, you, it was your idea, and it's not that we weren't all on board. We were all on board before the show started. We debated on his cause of death. You know, yeah. <laughs> I wanted the fumes to reach the hot water heater, and he would die in a fire explosion. But um, I guess the group decided on. Uh, I didn't hear that one. Um, it was too I, unbelievable. I thought. Yeah, I, thought I heard. Oh, there, there was discussion of a car crash. There was discussion of like a uh, like a stroke or a heart attack or a brain aneurysm. Uh-huh. And uh, and um, no, I think my, we just I don't know how you didn't hear my my big push actually was because so there's a backstory. I finished many a furniture in a heated garage, and I had to buy a special heater that was I get vented and ventless mixed up. I think it's vented, which means that the air in the garage never mixes with the heater because of explosive issues. And I was like, that, like, that's how that whole genesis happened. I'm like, yeah, you know, hot water heater, pilot light, fumes hit it, kablooey. That's, that'll be his cause of death. And um, anyway, so Kyle said the, the whole death thing. And then three minutes in, Kyle starts divvying up. Oh, he said that at least we don't have to split the ad with him because we had an ad on that show. And, uh, and, and like, we're all like, yeah, yeah, that's great. 
and I'm the dick. Like I'm the one. I'm. Uh, I remember I saw that comment you responded to. Of yeah. Somebody's like, oh, how dare you? You're splitting up his money. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. Kyle says X Y Z on Subwoody. Back to the yeah. old clan. Yeah, there we Dude, are again. It's funny. It's, the whole thing was funny. It's uh, I love it. It's hilarious. I want to do it more. <laughs> I want to be dead. I want to get the subs next time. I want to die. Yeah, absolutely. Just just anything. Whatever. There's nothing you say about me that's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. They, there was no victim in this thing, aside from maybe the viewers. Maybe that poor guy who jumped are... off a of... Did you see the, the video I uploaded? The guy made it. It was great. It was, it was great. amazing. Oh, God. Lefty, that did you po- catch it? What, the, the, uh, the guy that was upset about Wings' death? That yes, one? yes. Yes, he... that was awesome. I... That guy has a skill. So every week I do a Tech Tuesday. And um, in there, I kind of have to lay out almost a script. Like, how am I going to do this little lesson plan and, and from beginning to end? How's it going to flow? Uh, the same thing happens with the microwave series. Even as simple as that is, there's a setup. There's like a delivery. There's like a thing that happens, like a, a little easy-to-write script type thing. Um, this guy did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, he he laid out what happened by, you know, using show footage, and then he went into a field, and he looked at the flower. He had his own little suicide attempt, <laughs> and he's like, I shouldn't have lived through that. I shouldn't have. I'm taking it as a sign. He jumped three feet. It was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, one of my favorite comments, he was like, if Wings is – I like to think Wings is in every flower. And the guy in all caps is like, if Wings was in that flower, why the fuck did you pick it? (laughs) (laughs) You killed him again. So, um, anyway, yeah, that thing was brilliant. If you didn't see it, it's, here, let's find it on my channel. I'll find it in a second. I'll be right back. All right. It's called Awesome PKA134 Rest in Peace Wings Tribute. That video was great. I didn't make it. It was a fan-made PKA video. But uh, it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, like, because we talk a lot, we've been talking about the people that didn't get the joke. Yeah. And Kyle brought up and made a really good point. He said, you know, obviously a majority of people got it, right? Right. They figured out he wasn't dead and it was a joke and they thought it was funny. How do you, how do we as YouTubers, you more so than me, because you see a lot more of it every day, how do you, like, respond how do you not? Because it's so. I I think it's so easy to respond only to the negative stuff. Uh, I responded to, to a negative guy recently. Mm-hmm. He said that it, because of that joke, he lost all respect for me and that I was a faggot. So I wrote back and said, "I'm going to reply to you in your native tongue, middle schoolish." And I said, "I'm not a faggot. I just fucked your mom," <laughs> which I thought was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, mostly I try not to reply to the negative stuff at all. That one I was just having, I was entertaining myself to be honest. But, uh, yeah, let the negative stuff go. I, I will admit there are times, you know, like picture a barrage of spears darkening the day, like in 300. And then they all swore at me and mostly I don't give a shit. Every so often one manages to catch me in my Achilles heel. And actually I think, you know, like really like that one, like you think that? But uh, mostly, this the overwhelming amount of spears that darken the night or turn the day into night or whatever. Uh, just, I, I'm past it. I'm so done with it. I don't care. I I think less of people that do internet hate. Like, 
you know, I, <laughs> do you mean like you feel bad for them? I, not bad as in sympathetic for them. I just like so I don't know you at all, right? Mm-hmm. On a scale of negative ten to ten, I think of you as a zero, right? I absolutely have no opinion on you whatsoever. And then I learn that you're the type of loser who spouts all caps hates on YouTube videos, and I think of you as a negative five. Like you know, like so when you come at me with that, all, all of a sudden, like from you've gone from me not knowing you at all to me knowing something about you, which is really unimpressive. And, uh, you know, that is, so that's the stance you come from. You're in the hole already. If you're trying to hurt my feelings, like you, you're picking a bad way to do it. Cause like by virtue of doing it, I don't think much about your opinion. Hmm. What about you? I don't know. You see, I just, <coughs> yeah, it's easy to, I get bogged down or I get like, let's say, uh, hooked on, on negative stuff, I think too often. And it like, that's a phase, right? And, and it's not that it necessarily bothers me, but it's just, I don't, I don't even really know how to describe it, but, but you know, then people bring up, it's like, well, you respond to these haters and you block them and stuff and you make fun of them or, you know, make, you know, make light of them, but you never highlight the really positive stuff. The people that say great video, love this video, stuff like that. And I think about that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, I do that right. sometimes. And it's like, I don't know how do you respond? Cause I know how to respond to a negative comment. I know how to make fun of them and shame them and then block them. I know how to do that very well, but I don't know how to respond properly at least in kind to a positive comment. Thank you, will do. Yeah. Just thank Thanks, you. man. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the kind words. I feel like I should do more, though, because I, I just eviscerate some people that are stupid. <laughs> and I want to do the same thing for nice stuff. Like, dude, I eviscerated so somebody once. I, I, I used every character in a YouTube comment that was possible, and I started listing all things that were stupid. Like, I buy French cars. I voted for Walter Mondale. I, you know, <laughs> I got tried, like, every dumb thing. I am consistently surprised when the shower gets hot after the toilet flushes. I, you know, like, I just, I list, like, all these stupid things. And at the end, I was like, you know, I, I whatever he said, I, you know, like, whatever he said, you know, I leave comments like yours. And, then, like, that was, it. people love to watch you eviscerate people, but mostly, I, I, I don't know. I'm out of time for him now. I've got other stuff to do. I'm a thousand and zero in internet arguments. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> a thousand and zero. That's, that's the trick is you don't do anything wrong, and they don't have anything to talk shit about, and then they can't win. I used to like, think that. I've been uh, talked shit about after doing nothing wrong so many times. Like it, it, I don't know. I'm just done arguing. You can't change the internet's opinion. That much is true, and you want to. Every time something happens, like every time I'm involved in some drama, I think if these guys were just better educated, you know, if they knew what it took to make a video, if they knew what it took to you know whatever, if they knew the process behind this or that, then they would know that that was intentional, or they would know that this was unintentional, and they would know, you know, if if people understood. 
you know, heck, I've sold advertising on my channel. And then suddenly that's like some horrible, evil thing. Like, oh my God, he's selling advertising. If they knew that that was the way that entertainment industry works, right? Like mm-hmm. every penny I make is through advertising in one way or another off of my channel. Sometimes it's direct, sometimes it's through Google ads or, or whatever. Like that's that's what I do. I make content that I hope you enjoy and you sometimes suffer through ads. So um, I don't know. Every time I think if they were better educated, then... I would never be in any trouble because I feel like I'm in the right all the time. I'm a pretty good guy. I don't really make, I don't really do a ton of wrong things. But um, you know, you can't except educate the internet. And the other thing is, <laughs> except for my browser history. And the other thing is, when we do do something that that might be characterized as wrong, it's not intentional or with malicious intent. It's it's like a faux pas or or, or an accidental uh, misstep or or something that slipped out of your mouth the wrong time. It's, 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 it, people, you know, you say one thing accidentally and people act like you're Hitler. <coughs> but that's how the internet is. So Joe Lozon's got enough. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. We're saying one thing that may be out of context and people turn you into Hitler? Who in this call may have recently, on, I don't know, subreddit called Rape Squad, Rape Squad Killers, be perpetually turned into <laughs> Hitler? Lefty, lefty. If via you, my face. If you put, if you hold any weight to something called Rape Squad Killers subreddit, <laughs> just so people I know, it's spelled your problem. Rape Squad Killers, K I L L A S. Killers, not killers. Killers. Yeah. We are not killers. We're killers. Oh my God! Somebody made a lefty windmill. Lefty at age six. Finally, a windmill that produces only white power. <laughs> I like that. That's that's really funny. I like the Why little play on words. Why do these people have to be clever too? Because like, if it's a bad joke, I'd be like, "Oh, you suck." But if it's like clever and funny and well done, I just I have to laugh at it. Yeah, it's funny. Bastards. Yeah. Stop being talk, clever. You want to talk about Joe's next fight? Um, I, I, actually, if I were king, we would just sit here. And look at pictures of Lefty. <laughs> oh my God! Here's but another people... one. Poor Lefty dressed in his Nazi uniform. Oh, I, I just realized you guys can't see what I'm seeing. That ruins it. Lefty, would you be willing? All right. So I've been trying to get Wings to do this forever. Wings is always asking for advice on how to how to like get more viewership, turn a channel around, etc. And one of my things that I, I I brought to him a long time ago was he would he would do a he would do a commentary where he was in the video. And he could say that, you know, tomorrow he is unlocking his grandfather's old war chest. And he's going to get all these goodies from World War II that his grandfather had because it's being passed down to him. And he's getting all his medals and his uniform and all this stuff. And then he opens the chest on air and it's a Nazi uniform. And he puts the Nazi uniform on and wears it. If you ran with that lefty, that would that could be a million view video. You know, my dad fought in World War Two, or my grandfather. I'm sorry. You know, like I'm gonna wear his stuff, and then it's Nazi stuff. Yeah, there was an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia like that. But my idea predates it. By the way, <coughs> you're tempted, aren't you? I'd have to think about it. Uh, it costs about it costs about 120 bucks. You can get a pretty decent Nazi jacket and hat. I've I've looked into this. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a legit like SS hat for a couple hundred bucks, like one that some dude wore while he, you know, <coughs> no, did his no, thing. No, that's what I think is cool about my Mosin Nagant. I have a Mosin Nagant, and I forget the year. I think it was made in 1941 or two, 
and there's the the Russians were short on gun. If people don't know, this is the Russian World War II gun, and the Russians didn't have enough guns. It's not like they made a Mosin Nagant and then sat on it for the rest of the war instead of putting it into action. This is a Russian rifle at a time where the Russians didn't have as many rifles as soldiers. It was used in World War II, and I think there's something cool about that. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. You have, you have no... Also the gun that killed Kennedy, right? No. That was it was a uh, it was an Italian rifle. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Never mind. Sorry. But uh it's a pretty good gun. It's interesting that Guns and gun prices, or better yet, gun quality and gun prices are not that directly related. Not at all. On a related note, microphones and microphone prices are not that directly related. In terms of microphone quality, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I would argue that once you spend about 200 bucks for a mic, one that uses an interface, like not one with a built-in USB thing, but once you spend about 200 bucks on a mic, after that, it's really based on what you want the mic to be doing for you. What does, do you, the, does the law of diminishing returns? Could, could, does, it's not does that even apply about to that? that. Like I, so, I have two mics that I use on a regular basis. Um, this SM57. No, like this that. is an SM7B, and this is an RE20, electrocast RE20. And um, uh, I like the SM7B better for most tasks, not podcasting, but for most tasks. And it's like fifty or seventy bucks cheaper. Um, even up to the $15,000 mics, you know, it might be that's the thing that you want from it. You know, like, for example, a microphone that catches every single sound in the room. That's not even what I want. You know, I love that that SM7B, like if my garage door opens, it hardly picks up that sound. You know, if my dogs walk by outside my room, we have hardwood floors and they have toenails that it doesn't really pick that up so much. That, to me, is a really desirable trait in that microphone. This microphone has a bigger sphere. Like, I can lean back, and I still sound decent. If I were to do this on my other mic, I would sound like I was 100 feet away. So it's what you want your mic to do, not how much you might, you want your mic to cost. You know, there are other mics that are even cheaper than these, but much more durable. Mm-hmm. So guns and microphones are similar in that... The amount you pay and the quality isn't really directly related. It's just some do different things, and it's like their capabilities and prices are all mixed up. You know, that's that's kind of it. Yeah, and just for the Blue Yeti, <coughs> or the, the Snowball, the Yeti, uh, I don't know. The Blue Snowball, not cutting it. I'm a, I'm a Mike snob that way. Like, mm-hmm. the Snowballs are really popular, but I've never been impressed by them. The Yeti's really popular, and I'm not in love with that mic. Um, to me, if the mic doesn't need an interface, you're still in like startup land. You're still in like you know starter kit type mics. Right. So, but I, I know a lot of people ask. I, I've get gotten a lot of people asking me. You know, should I get a snowball? Should I get a snowball? If you're serious about Whatever you're doing, if it's going to be broadcasting, if it's going to be YouTube or anything, if you're serious about it, save up and get a better mic. Yeah, the one you have is really nice. and it's Yeah, this is the Rode Procaster. Not the Podcaster. The Podcaster is the USB version. This is an XLR dynamic microphone. And they make their own shock mounts. Yeah, so the how much is the Procaster? About 200 Uh 225 225 And then how much is the interface that you use? Uh, the interface I use is probably about a... 
I don't know what the current. This is old. This is USB 1.1. Uh huh. Um, they have a two, USB 2.0 version now. I think it's like 150 bucks. But this is this does this has um, seven channels, and you can most people if you spend 50, 75 bucks, you can get a two channel one. That works just as fine. But I do stuff. I can do other stuff with audio. I can have multiple microphones going. Stuff yep. like that. Mine has two channels. It was 600 bucks, But I like it. It does everything I need. It has nice readouts. And there are all these little features. Like sometimes I need one mic to be routed through both channels at the same time. And a lot of interfaces can't do that. And, mm-hmm. um, whatever. I'm, I'm happy with my interface. I but. like when Wings is not here because we can talk about microphones instead of trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kyle's suffering. Probably half yeah, myself. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm just on Reddit just looking at naked girls with butt plugs. Just... <laughs> Totally, totally out. Which subreddit are you on? Front page. Well, no, but for you, is it gone wild that they posted in? Um, probably so. I, I, I really just go to the front page and then start flipping through the pages of that. To, I, the Rape I, Squad Killa subreddit was like the tenth fastest growing subreddit in the world last month, and uh, I noticed another one called "Not Safe for Work Celeb Gifs" or "Celeb Gifs." And it's got quality stuff. Hmm. <laughs> There's one of Wings that says, Bad luck Wings. Makes it home, shits himself anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. <laughs> uh, Did you uh, click that link that I linked you to? A basketball team called the White Skins? Shut up and take my Confederate dollars. Who do you- <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. I saw that one. That was... <laughs> That's what I mean. Stop being clever and good at Photoshop, you jerks. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah, <laughs> John Snow, Ned Stark's bastard, knows nothing. <laughs> That's good. Wait, was that like actually broadcast during the game? I'm not sure. Like, was that an actual graphic that they put up when they showed? Because I'm assuming yeah. that's the actor from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's him. Wings, Wings should check out this. There's a, this a video my... of him singing Rack City, which is awesome. He even has an updated version. But I bet the guy would love to work with him. You know, Wings could put it on his channel and let the guy let the world know about what he can do, and it'd be a win-win. Win-wins are good. Always looking here's good. one of Wings. Here's one of Wings standing next to his truck. It says, "Rest in peace, Wings. He died doing what he loved." Fucking cows. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. The grammar was really poor on that one, which is fitting. Which is fitting. It, what, it, what it actually said was, rest in peace. I said R period, I period, P. No period after the P. Wings. He died what he loved doing best, comma, fucking cows. Worst grammar ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a meme here of wings, a picture of wings superimposed over Bear Grylls. You only have Bud Light? Oh, never mind. I'll just drink my own piss then. <laughs> here, I'll show that one to the stream. There you go. Mm-hmm. There are just so many uh, pictures <coughs> of Lefty as a Nazi on here. I know. There's almost none of me. I completely escaped the meme stuff. There's Kyle, the dark tranny. Mm-hmm. Wow. I assume you saw that one, Kyle. I've seen. I think I've seen them all now. Yeah, it's a good subreddit. I don't know. It's I have fun good. there. 
It then started the complaints started rolling in recently too. Oh, we need more mods. They feel like if you open something, the comments are a couple pixels too far to the right. And, they, and I was like, oh my god, why did I even like do this thing? Just like another avenue for people to find inadequacies in one of my projects. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I miss wings. And this show has reminded, I think, all of us that we miss wings. Yes. Where the, I, I texted him yesterday and the good, like, I don't even know, six times today. I and texted I, him today. He got it. I know he did. How do you know he got it? Uh, He's got an iPhone, so it's like an iMessage thing. Oh. I don't know how that shit works. Six times today and once yesterday. Hmm. <sighs> Wings. And he hasn't uploaded to his channel in five days. Get your work ethic on, baby. We need to lay off Wings or he's going to kill himself. No. <laughs> Just let it go. Just let it go. We're being too hard on Wings. Really? All right. Yeah. coming from Kyle. Yeah. Wings alone. I, I'm going for supportive. I'm going for motivative. If that's, that's probably not a word. Mm-hmm. But that's my intention. Like, come on, baby is not supposed to be piling on. Oh. Wings of Redemption. Sad face. I got a new car stereo. Oh, you did? Yours came in. Yes, I'm excited about it. So, people know I drive an 03 Toyota Tacoma, and it has a fine radio in it. It has like a CD and tape player, but it's 10 years old. And um, I have a thing for factory radios. Like, I like to keep them factory. They fit the car, they fit the color scheme, they can, it's as they are supposed to be, but um, I don't know, smartphones have taken over my music listening, so I bought this, oh, I should go main window, this is my new thing, on my screen it's all backwards and texty and stuff, Wow. I, I guess it's going to a... be like that. That's a thing. That's a thing, baby. So that's um, pretty cool. Is, is that is that touchscreen? Or I yes. think it might be. It is yeah. a touchscreen. Oh, Did jelly. I show all the screens yet? Look, this is Pandora. You can even thumbs up and thumbs down the songs. I'm uh, I'm excited to install it. And my daughter, who's getting my truck next, is excited that I bought it. <laughs> she's like it's gonna be mine in two years she's claiming my stuff <laughs> only if you're good cranky pants But <laughs> that's a whole other topic she's a teenage girl and they are imperfect you better be paying attention and hope he's laying down the law yeah hey you wanna know Let me. Let me I'll share this with you guys I, I don't, I don't want to make you say it if you don't want to say it this is her phone <laughs> You'll notice it's right here at my desk. Bam! <laughs> wow! Got your shit. Wait, 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 you've got you've got her phone in your desk. Uh huh. Why? She was bad, and she loses stuff when she's bad. Not yeah. real bad. She was snarky. She was snarky. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Man, I'm I don't know what I do all the time on this show. You don't take things away from me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if occasionally some dude just took my phone and put it in his desk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for being snarky? For being snarky. It uh, was, um, you know, like, uh, I, I don't want to 
get her in trouble. I, I don't want to talk too much, but the basic pattern is like this. She's snarky, I forgive. She's snarky, I forgive. This repeats. Too many eye rolls, too many, you know, little comments or something that kind of bite. And then eventually it's like, all right, now you're done. Now, like, would you think you could just do it forever? Did you mm-hmm. think there would never be any consequence? There's consequences. I, maybe I should have acted sooner. And uh, she loses stuff. Sometimes she loses TV privileges, computer privileges. Um, sometimes it's her phone. Sometimes it's an event. It's not usually an event. That's probably for big stuff. That's a. It would have to be pretty big, you know. Like she gets looking forward to things that she does in a really big way. I, don't, I can't recall ever taking away like like for example, she has a eighth grade dance coming up that she's really excited about, and you see her trying on dresses, and you know it's a, it's a big deal, and her friends and her talk about it. They have pre it's like an eighth grade they they throw the word prom around but it's eighth grade so it's not prom mm-hmm. but um they have like outfits and tie-dye shirts that they made together that they're going to do before the thing i wouldn't yank that away for is it snarky is it prom just short for <laughs> promenade i wouldn't know i wouldn't know but i think so yeah let's yeah. check out that link i uh, i gave you there oh god i know this one too I felt oh. it was. I felt it was too bad. Yeah, that one's too hardcore for uh, for daily consumption. But I feel it is the funniest one. No. Yeah, that <laughs> one's that one is harsh. So I don't I, want to show it to you. I don't want it on my channel, but I can describe it. It's a picture of two KKK members in a car with a sign that says "Just Married," but instead of dragging. Uh, tin cans. There's like an American tradition where you like attach cans and stuff and they make noise as you drive away. It's dragging two people. Two people that KKK members would drag. and It's it's uh, it's not cool. It's not. But it's uh, it, it, it's it, it's comical. I won't co-sign on that. There's nothing funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to catch shit for it. You're still going to be like, people are just- People are going to get mad at you, Woody, over it. So Yes, yes. Unsub me, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle thought it was funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's not funny that that would happen. It's just funny that they associate that with Lefty. And that, <laughs> and no, that he it's would not ex- funny when every <coughs> single day it's that. You need to embrace it and actually become a racist. No, I don't. <laughs> Dude, just do I'd it. I'd rather have yours and embrace and become the... Rich ass motherfucker. Yeah, right. Like now, well, Kyle's got F Kyle. It's fine. You should just embrace it. No. Yeah, just run with it. Yeah. I wish people were, were always calling me a racist. I'd go hardcore with it. I'd, I'd be. No, I'd because be... I'm not actually a racist, and I don't want to be a racist. I uh, want other things to be. You sound like Jerry people... Seinfeld. I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> but he didn't want to wear the stupid pirate shirt because it was it a was bad, puffy shirt. shirt. It was a puffy shirt. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't have it's worn a... it. Is Seinfeld one of the best shows ever on TV? Nope. Yes. Yes. Why don't you think so, Woody? It's a good show. There's no doubt about it. But I it, felt right. like... Here's what Literally I think. Let me lay out my case. So okay. it was... It's... Uh, it's The writing is excellent, I feel like. There's there's tons of jokes in there. It all, all, there, there are usually two, maybe even three storylines <laughs> that always converge at the end. Um, there's lots of great characters, lots of really good co-stars. Tim Watley was the dentist character who was played by Brian Cranston, a.k.a. 
uh, Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. There's tons of them like that. If you look through the stars that were on that show, um, Seinfeld is just fucking hilarious. He's great. He has a great character. He's always with these beautiful women who were also huge actresses. It's just really well written. Um, and uh, and uh, I, I don't, don't go blank here. Oh, and they left on a high note. They didn't drag it out. They left when the series was at its peak. My counter-argument. The Seinfeld is good, but I find him to be a little corporate and controlled. I feel like his humor is so crafted and unnatural. But that's just me. The main problem I have with the show is I felt like it was adequate writing, absolutely rescued by outstanding acting. They would have lines that were just nothing. And Kramer would do his stutter thing, and he would overact and do his thing and salvage it. Um, Jerry had some good lines, but uh, oh, I can't. Why am I drawing blanks tonight? Who's the shorter, fatter guy? Um, George. George. George Costanza. Right. Yeah, Costanza absolutely, positively rescued mediocre writing time and time again. That guy, it, they would give him lines, and he would be like, <laughs> right, and he would explode. And turn what was nothing on in the script into something amazing on TV. But if you want to be one of the best shows of all time, you got to have acting and writing. You know, like Breaking Bad blows it out of the water. Different kind of show, I well, get that. I, I, it, it was a sitcom. Yeah, it's a yeah, sitcom. But I mean, for sitcom, it's the best sitcom ever. Like it was, it's the sitcom that after that you're just, you know, it's basically Simpsons did it. And South Park makes fun of that all the time. But Seinfeld is the sitcom after that. Everything else flows from that. I have seen, I was watching Seinfeld when it was on the air. And I was too young. I was way below their target demographic. But I loved it. And I, I've literally seen every single episode of South Park from the time where George uh, got out of the pool and his penis had shrunk and his girlfriend didn't <laughs> I was know. In the pool. I was in the pool! His girlfriend didn't realize that cold water makes penises shrink. And then to get back at her, she was a uh, what is it when they don't eat shellfish? When when a person has made a conscious decision not to eat shellfish, they're uh, oh god, that's a kosher, thing? kosher, okay, She's kosher. Oh okay. And uh, and and she had made this whole she had talked about how she, there was like a special place in heaven for her. And at the end, George feeds her lobster on purpose to get back at her. <laughs> puts it in the bacon, right? Doesn't he put it in, in the, the eggs? Or, oh, no, in, in the, the eggs. eggs. Yeah. yeah, it puts in her inner scrambled eggs, and she's loving them. From from stuff like that to the Elaine dance to George working for uh, George Steinbrenner and Steinbrenner being like this fucking megalomaniac who's freaking out over sandwiches and shit to Kramer uh, instead of taking his pants to the dry cleaner he's cooking them in a pizza oven to you know Newman and 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 uh, Kramer's scam to like do the bot uh, get take New York glass <laughs> bottles up to Vermont or wherever and because oh, there's a better exchange on, rate. This is classic comedy bits right here. And, I'd rather be talking stuff. about. And, and while they're driving those bottles up there, somehow uh, uh, George's, or excuse me, Jerry's mechanic has stolen his sob because Jerry wasn't taking good enough care of it. But in the back are JFK's JFK's golf clubs that Elaine had bought for her boss, and he's throwing the golf clubs at the at the at the truck, and they're getting ran over. <laughs> And Newman ends up with a farmer's daughter who's never seen a man before. And the farmer's like, only got one rule. Take your hands, keep your hands off my daughter. It's just, it's it's an amazing show. I love every episode. There, I, I can't think of an episode where I was like, meh. There was an episode that was, the entire episode was in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah, that was great. 
I love it. I love the every the second. entire one where they're in, they're in the parking lot of the mall. They're just oh, the that's mall one of the best lots. ones. That's one of the best ones. He pees in the parking lot. Elaine's goldfish dies. Mm-hmm. I it's, just it's love great. George's. I'm back in business, baby. Yeah, that, yeah. George goes impotent because of his girlfriend, and he he takes a bite of that, the neck. Like I'm back in business, baby. To me, is an example of outstanding acting, saving a well, mediocre. And that's one of the things they say is that they brought in. Um, God, who played? What's his name? Who played George? Who? Oh. They brought in that guy, and uh, James Louis- Alexander. Yeah, Jason Alexander. They brought Jason in Alexander. Him and Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Ju- yeah, they brought them in because they were actors. Because Jerry Seinfeld was a comedian, not an actor, and like his deliveries were like bad. Like if you go back and watch his, like his, he's a really bad actor. In some cases, and his deliveries are just like, you know, he's trying to tell a joke. It's obviously he's trying to tell a joke, and it's not natural. And the character of George and Elaine, and even Kramer, from the beginning, was meant to counterbalance Jerry's lack of acting skill. Yeah, it's, it's, I love that show so much. Fun fact, Superman makes an appearance in every single episode of Seinfeld. Whether it's his apartment or they're talking about him? Yep. Woody is is just thrilled right now. <laughs> it's a great show, Woody. Woody, Woody was a Friends fan. A Friends fan. That's the problem. Friends, by the way, one of the shittiest, most overrated <laughs> piece of crap shows ever put on network television for the consumption of people. You think? I, yes, it's such crap. All the women are fucking whores. Now Elaine was a whore too, but but it was a comedy. They were having fun with it. In this show, it's almost like like yeah, this this is a real lifestyle that people should aspire to. For what, for what it's worth, I think I like Seinfeld more than Friends. Like for people that say I'm like for people that believe all the ridiculous stuff that comes out of a car, a car salesman's mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my actual relationship with Friends was similar to many. Like the first couple of years, it was you probably a lot of people are young for when Friends was first on, but um, when it first came on, that theme song they had was like a legit top ten radio hit. Everyone was excited about the uh, the TV show. Like it was a cool thing. And then whatever, three, four years in, it just kind of reached a plateau of goodness, right? Not greatness, but it was like a good show. Yeah, I I, I bet someone has made sort of a chart before for Friends where if any one of them had an STD, they all have it. Because they're, 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 they're fucking everybody. They, they all had sex with each other. They all had sex with their combined partners. They probably had sex with like 500 fucking For what it's people. worth, I disagree with Kyle. I think this is a positive trait in a show, and it's one of the reasons I like Game of Thrones. <laughs> they don't sleep around that much in Game of Thrones. Oh, dude, they're fucking all the time in Games of Thrones. There's a few like 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 there's a few of them that has have sex with lots of prostitutes, but yeah, the brothers and sisters are doing it, and then okay. some of the guys having sex with prostitutes, and like who's the the midget Tyrion or something like that? Yeah. Or, I, I, their names are all so foreign to me. Is it? I've watched every episode more than once. I swear, most of you them know, three Seinfeld times. Also had a midget. Okay, it did. Yeah, I Kramer's remember his friend Mickey. But, um, uh, so anyway, the, oh no, I just lost my middle monitor. It's back. Anyway, so the, uh, the, the guy that, that, that had sex with all the prostitutes is now going to have sex with the prettiest Stark girl. And, um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Good stuff. 
It's just too much. Too it. much sex? Yeah, that is a problem. I, I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> Collectively, they, they had sex with 138 people. On Wait. Friends? Yeah, Friends. 138 yeah. different sexual partners. I take it back. The show was great. <laughs> Side, to be fair, though, Seinfeld <laughs> is probably worse because Jerry had a different girlfriend a lot. Yes. Elaine was, you know, she was with... The grease monkey. Yeah, I don't care for that term. Uh, <laughs> a lot and all that stuff. So, I mean, they slept around too. Yeah, Rachel had 15 and a half sex partners. I don't know how, where that half comes from. I, I really don't. Uh, Monica's 14 and a half. Phoebe had 32. Uh, Joey had 51. Go, Ross, Joey. Ross had 14, and poor Chandler only had 10. Well, Chandler hooked up with Monica early. I bet she has very few partners too. Monica had 14. Okay. That's more than I expected. Yeah. Because Chandler and Monica became monogamous. charted all of this. <laughs> like, yes. I need somebody to connect my cables. This. I'll be right back. Somebody has thought the same things that I have thought and went back and counted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he disappeared under the desk. That's how he should kill himself. He should get electrocuted under the desk. Oh, that would be great. When he goes and the little smoke would rise. Right, just boop, and he's done, and then he like wakes up like twenty, thirty minutes later, and he's like, oh, "Hey guys, that's how he should kill himself." Yeah, I wonder how many girlfriends Jerry Seinfeld had. I'm gonna find out. It wasn't one every show. It wasn't a one-to-one ratio, but he had a lot. And the, you know, they were all rising starlets at the time, and yeah, you yeah, recognize he like, oh, had. I remember her from that guy thing, and. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I see one thing here that says 67, but I'm looking for some confirmation on another site. This is how many women Seinfeld? Seinfeld, yeah. Every episode, right? How many episodes were there? Well, it wasn't every episode. Yeah, because they're great writing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Here's the connecting thread that somehow came back. Seinfeld dates girl. Finds weird flaw in girl. Seinfeld breaks up with girl. That that always did come out, and, and that was kind of an ongoing joke that Jerry uh, was like a perfectionist, and if she had man hands, or if she like ate her peas in a funny way, or anything <coughs> like that, he was out. She remember was the like girl where? Remember the one where he didn't know her name? Yes. And she's like, it rhymes with a female private part, so, you know. <laughs> and what did he think it was? Mulva. Mulva, and it was Dolores. <laughs> it was Dolores, yeah. But there were a bunch. It wasn't just Mulva. He would, like, throw stuff out there. He'd be like, Mul- he, <laughs> he kept making up names. But most of them, they were, like, real names. I I did not think of Dolores until, the, you know, they revealed it. Yeah. I remember thinking about that. But the funniest part in that episode was him and George in the diner trying to think of what the name was because George was just sitting there and he's like Mulva <laughs> and Jerry's like that's not a real name <laughs> <laughs> that's just something that rhymes with Volvo what are you but doing to me that's crappy writing that George just turns on you know because I can see him doing it like I got it Mulva <laughs> you know like like bringing it mm-hmm. that that's it's it was like there was regular writing in Seinfeld with amazing acting that could be, but that doesn't take away from the show. Yeah, it does. Some shows have both. Ah, no shows have. Breaking Bad. I, I, I just, Breaking Bad is is a 
You can't compare the two. You know, I get that all the time. I always hear, like, you can't compare. That's apples and oranges. You can't compare. All right, bitches. Are you ready for this? One weighs a pound. One pays 1.1 pounds. One has more citric citric acid than the other does. One tastes like apples. One tastes like oranges. One needs to be peeled before you eat it, and one does not. You can absolutely compare apples and oranges. I can compare Borderlands to Cod. I can compare Cod to Battlefield. I can compare Seinfeld to Breaking Bad. Lots of things can be compared. You think they can't. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm mostly just everyone who tells me I can't. Things can be compared. Your rules are ridiculous. Drop the mic. Just pick up a mic and drop it. Yeah, just... Not one of your expensive ones. (laughs) This is my wife's mic. (laughs) (laughs) She wears it like... Here, can I fit it on? No, I need to take my headset off, so I won't hear you. But her mic... Um, He's so wrong about this. You cannot think that she we does. What I'm saying right <laughs> now, totally wrong so about better. This. Even it's so this, better than this like stupid this. Breaking Bad. Yeah, when my Seinfeld wife... is such, Seinfeld is an is the ultimate show. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Fuck you! I can hear you. <laughs> when my wife does Wife Wednesday, she doesn't look at the mic. She doesn't do this. She always does this. She's talking to me. So I got her this, and it is like the microphone equivalent of a feed bag. Like, regardless of where Aww. she goes and what she does, the mic is on. It's, it's right where it belongs. And this is the perfect mic for her. And uh, that's the whole story. A feedback. So, yeah. Wife's mic. We just recorded Wife Wednesday. Ooh. I can't believe you don't like the writing on Seinfeld. Yeah, I think we just need maybe, to end the show there. I don't the, even want to continue. I don't maybe the dialogue. Okay, I, I can <laughs> maybe admit that maybe some of the dialogue wasn't incredible, but the stories, the storylines. Here, so great. Kyle, before you told me, I never even recognized that the budget on Supernatural was so bad. I never really recognized that this is a TV show about chasing down demons and monsters, and every demon and monster looks like a regular dude. Like it, their idea of special effects was to give them like black fingernails or something like that. Yeah. Now that you say it, I can't unsee it. I see everything in Supernatural is this real low budget. Like, here's how you make a movie about killing monsters. The, what was the dragon? Didn't they have a dragon in that show? Yeah. The, all right, so the dragon was a guy. The guy had wings, but you never saw the wings. He just flew and appeared places, and you heard like flapping noises, but you didn't see the wings. His hands could superheat things so he was keeping these women prisoner by melting the gate shut by hold by like gripping them with his hand that was it <laughs> so the special effect was like turning his hands red in post yes once you explained to me that this is a show done on a shoestring budget and that you know they'll be catching freaking dragons and demons and angels and all that and there's never any like special effect I couldn't unsee it. Now, as you watch Seinfeld, you're going to be like, you know what? That line was rescued by George. That line was rescued by Elaine. This whole dialogue they're doing right here is ordinary writing turned extraordinary by some actors. You won't be able to unsee it. I I don't think so. I disagree. In fact, I I'm going to go watch Seinfeld right now and just chant at my team, <coughs> this is the greatest show ever! This is good writing! Because it's it's created by um, what's the guy's name? His name's um, he he did another he did another series afterwards that I don't oh. really care for, but uh, um, he based the, the character George is based after him. Mm-hmm. 
and he Larry was, David. Larry David. He was George Steinbrenner too. Not the body actor, but he was he did the voices. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I like it. And 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 what's what's the deal with Julia Louise Dreyfus? Does she just never age? She's fucking hot. <laughs> really? Look at look at look, all right, I, like, look at a picture of Seinfeld right now, and he's Mark. He's obviously aged quite a bit. Like like Seinfeld's getting old. He's he's getting you know he's he's not Seinfeld anymore. He he's looking pretty rough. I disagree. I saw him I, recently do a. Well, she does look good. She looks great. You know what? So here's I, I want to get into this. Everyone talks about how plastic surgery is bad, right? Oh, plastic surgery, it's terrible. Don't you realize you look like a freak, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And there is this self confirmation bias where every time you see bad plastic surgery, you say to yourself, "Yeah, see, this proves it. This is terrible." I would bet that this is a result of very good plastic surgery. She has no turkey neck. She has no crow's feet. She has a little bit of a smile line, but she's supposed to because she's not 19. She's 52. This, 52, she looks amazing at 52, and I guarantee you some of this is enhanced. Okay. Yeah, I could, I'd buy that. Just You don't pass the eye test when you're 52 and you look like that. Yeah, she has had plastic surgery from what I'm reading. Yeah, good ones. Very good plastic surgery. Celebrity net worth says $3 billion. What? She's worth $3 billion? Oh, let me read this. If your eyes aren't deceiving you, no, we did not make a mistake when we say she has a net worth of $3 billion. How is it possible she has a net worth twice as much as Larry David and Seinfeld combined. It's not from acting. It's not from endorsements. Endorsements. It's not from investing or real estate. She's lucky enough to be the billionaire daughter, the daughter of billionaire Gerard Lewis Dreyfus, the chairman of Lewis Dreyfus Energy Services. Awesome, awesome. Do you not love her so much more now? Well, yeah, and she's That's- even hotter than previously. <laughs> <laughs> She's a billionaire. Yes. She's worth three billion. Is that not an? I'm glad you found that. That's such a shocker. I I I would have never known that. No, never, never. If I had to guess, I would say you know maybe she's got some great deal you know from the Seinfeld syndication thing, and she's worth like you know a hundred million. Like maybe she's like maybe she was getting a big chunk of DVD sales, and maybe she got a a good deal with the syndication, and maybe she's worth a hundred million. Tops. That would be. That I would be surprised if it was anything more than that. Like shock. But three billion. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how that changes the power balance on the show. Right. Like. I don't know. There's a here. When my YouTube thing started doing well, I don't want to. I realized I made more money than my boss did. You know, I had two jobs at the time. Whatever. And I was pretty sure I made more money than my boss's boss. And it just kind of like rewired my head a little bit. It was like, yeah, you know, I get that you're my boss and you're my boss's boss. And, you know, good for you guys and everything. But, um, you know, like, don't go thinking you're better than me just because you got a better job at Cisco. I wonder, you know, there she is working for Seinfeld and he's a big star and everything. But she's a multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. She's on Seinfeld as a hobby. She's 
Like, I, there, there has to be something neat about doing that as a hobby. Like, I, I've told this story before, so I'll tell it and fast forward. My father had these clients. These clients, um, they bought shares of a silver mine. And this, by the way, is like 1970s money. They spent 25 grand. They bought six shares. Mom, dad, four kids, each had a 25 grand investment. Instantly, it starts paying off 200 grand a year. 200 grand a year every year, popping it off, popping it off, popping it off. They eventually sold their thing for 10 million times six, right? Each of these things kicked off 200 grand every year. And then they all sold them. They all got like $10 million. The guy was a, um, what is a baby doctor called? A pa- not pa- pediatric. Mm-hmm. Pe- yeah. Pediatrician. That's what I'm looking for. Um, he was a pediatrician as a hobby, you know, because you got to occupy your time somehow. He liked being a pediatrician. That has to change the way you approach stuff. Like, it, it must be nice to not have a monetary incentive, even for your job. You know, if she's mm-hmm. worth multi-billions and she's on that show, whatever. Whatever, whatever sa- salary she got from that show was just... Like a token of appreciation, mm-hmm. you know. Like if if I was a multi billionaire, I wouldn't work at Cisco for free. You know, I'd still be interested in some sort of scorecard. I think you know, like how much do you appreciate me? You know, I'd be interested in promotions. You know, how much do you value me? Not for the money, but because you know, like show me what you think. Like if you work for a company, by the way, a little life lesson passing out here. Companies say thank you and I'm sorry in one way with money. If a company ever sends you a letter apologizing, they have just fucked you. If a company ever sends you a letter with an, uh, with a thank you, they have insulted you. Companies say thank you and I'm sorry with money. And everything else is bullshit. Everything else is some kind of attempt to placate you without giving you money. If they give you a glass... Sculpture. This is something I got at Cisco. Um, that's not a bonus. So, uh, you know, when she works on the cast of Seinfeld, whatever she got paid was whatever they thought of her worth to the show. Yeah. If they paid her less and said, hey, thanks, but we know you don't need it, then they fucked her. I'm sure she's... I mean, if all the money from her father went away she would still have a boatload of money. Yep. Gotta be, right? Well, let's do that. What What was the other guy's name? Jason Alexander? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I think their careers are kind of parallel. You know? Yeah, I mean, he even went away. 75 yeah. million. Yeah. Well, didn't he have another show that didn't go anywhere? Yeah, they all did. Yeah. Yeah, That's that, that was what I was going with parallel. Like, they were on Seinfeld stars, and then they had other sitcoms, which were... Heck, they got picked up and ran for a year or two, but her sitcom's still going. She has one called uh, "The New Adventures of Old Christine," which I think is like an ongoing thing, where she has some sort of—I don't know what's going on. She's there. got a premium one too. It's called Veep or something, right? Yeah. She, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, Jason Alexander's worth seventy-five million, so that's uh, that's a, according to Bill Gates, he's nearly he nearly has enough. Good for Jason, <laughs> good for him. He's, yeah, I'm As thinking athletes says, carried the bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> I think athletes make less than uh, celebrities. That's a, it, you know, you, you look at these other guys; they're not keeping their money. Yep. I don't know. Pick it. Name a 
Juan Howard. How do you spell his name? W A N. Who? The football player Juan Howard. I mean the basketball player. Juan. No. Dwight Howard. Let's do him. <laughs> but I don't think that's who I'm thinking of. Maybe it is. Maybe I just screwed up and I suck. Dwight Howard. Center for the. Sixty-five million. That's legit. I don't think this is good PPA, but we'll see. I want to know how much Stephen Curry is worth. Steph Curry. Stephen Curry? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, $5 million. That's not great. If you find one of the ones that has endorsements, though, they're getting paid. Yeah, Derrick um, Rose, LeBron James. Uh, who's the guy who, does, who did all those? Dwayne Wade. Do Dwayne Wade. It's D-W-A-Y-N-E. It's not D-Wayne. It's Dwayne. I've made that mistake. Uh... I found it. It is slow to come up. <laughs> sixty-five million. Yeah, there's a guy with endorsements. Yeah, sixty-five million is legit. Yeah, we'll see. I um, yeah, so many of these athletes spend their money like they're always going to make seventeen million a year. Kobe, uh, Kobe's rolling, and he's got to be. Oh, he, he yeah. has to be. Kobe raped a woman and is still getting that endorsement money. He's still got international Sprite deals. $200 million. Yeah, that's endorsement money. That's, <coughs> that's that Nike money right there. That's what that's about. Yeah. Well, he might. I don't think he's the best basketball to ever play, but he's in the conversation. Yeah, he's, he's, top, he's top 10 ever play the game. I guess so. Easy, easy. Yeah, maybe top five. I'd put Kobe in the top five. MJ, LeBron. LeBron already, okay. Oh, yeah. LeBron, yeah. He, he can guard everybody on the floor well. He's so athletic. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, and he's you know he's 6'9", 275, lightning fast. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can drive to the hoop. He can defend. He's a, just an all-around player. Yeah. Um, so MJ, fun. LeBron... Kobe, Kobe, Wilt. Wilt, and... Oh, Allen Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, probably... Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah, K- probably Kareem. Why are you leaving out uh, Magic Johnson and... Uh, um, God, what's, white, what's the white guy's name? Larry Come Bird. On. Larry Bird, we only got one Whitey in there, but <laughs> you got to put him in there. He's in the top ten. Yeah, Larry Bird did that shit, and he's white. <laughs> Larry Bird, by my calculations, is the greatest basketball player ever to live. It's proven fact that white skin is heavier, and it's much more difficult to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why La- they can't jump. Larry Bird doing what he did would be like Michael Jordan doing what he did wearing a lead vest. Yeah, it'd be like Michael Jordan winning and doing what Michael Phelps did. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Am I the one that's really happy that Michael Phelps is has done what he's done and he's he's white? He's a swimmer, of course he's white. Oh come on, I, why haven't the black guys broken into swimming and just just taken that over, Lefty? Fuck you guys. Why hasn't that happened? I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. This is so you saw the Bill Burr thing, right? 
where you're yeah. like, it's just a trap. It's a trap. Someone out there is going to be like, well, as a population, they've got that fast twitch <laughs> muscle fiber. That guy's fired in the next day. And I'm like looking at this trap like, ah, oh, do I explain this? Do I say it? Can I – is it horrible to say that some of the sports in which black people haven't participated in much are very expensive? I was a swimmer growing up. And the pool fees are significant. A lot of the top swimmers, you know, their parents paid a lot of money to put them in top programs. That's not cheap. Um, hockey's another one. You know, just the first day, everyone, all, hockey teams, you buy your own equipment, right? You buy your own jerseys, you buy your own everything. Um, the parents typically do a lot of the transportation. And, um, you know, that. That stuff doesn't happen in every family. Like it takes a support system to turn out a hockey player. Whereas, um, you know, like a lot of the other sports, at least in America, that are sponsored by schools. Every school is a football and basketball program. And uh, so, yeah, there are barriers to entry that have to do, I think, with like wealth that keep people out of some sports. And I'll be fired tomorrow, just like Bill Burr said. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, um, and this goes, what I've heard is it kind of goes back generationally because black people weren't allowed in swimming pools 50 years ago. That's possible. I mean, so I was a swimmer, and um, the kind of body that excels in swimming is also seen in basketball. Like, not LeBron so much. He's a little strong. But Kobe, oh, if you put my like training or like whatever, like technique in Kobe's body, I might be an Olympian. That guy is gifted. And uh, the basketball world is filled with that kind of tall but still strong but not overly bulky kind of guy. Um, that, you know, look at Michael Phelps's body. There's a bunch of basketball players that fit that like real long athletic fill. And uh, yeah, if all the guys that played basketball jumped into swimming – we'd see a ton of very good black swimmers. Hmm. Yeah, we used to look at them from the pool and just be like, you stay where you are. I like <laughs> I like oh, no. being varsity. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> wow. they displace you. They, they, oh, like, if those wow. guys had your... If, if they joined the swim oh, team... Oh, I thought you were just talking about black people in general. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it, wow, wow. You guys got that all wrong. No, it was if they were to if they were to be swimmers, they'd be very good. That was the. Okay, I thought you were talking about like the black people outside of the pool that you were physically <laughs> in. Like you stay out of this damn pool. No, no, no. This was a virtual like. Uh, you know, if the world of basketball invaded the world of we swimming, need a black guy on the show. They'd really be very bad. successful. <laughs> yeah, we should have picked up Bash. Yeah. We got to get Bash in here so we can talk about these things more comfortably. By the way, <laughs> by the way, check out the last link I sent you guys. That's a, I believe that's a Craigslist ad. I didn't, I didn't read into it too much before I linked you immediately. Oh my goodness! Basically, it's a. Uh, it's yeah, I'm not going to talk to this one at all. So basically, it's an African American man <laughs> who made a Craigslist ad and. Basically, if for any reason... He's in Chicago, by the way. Can we get this guy for paintball? (laughs) (laughs) He's in Chicago, um, and basically he provides his services as an African-American man for $75 an hour. You know, basically if you're in any uh, situation... So what's the title of the ad? It's called Rent a Nigga. (laughs) 
And 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 you know this guy, he he wrote this ad himself. It's, he says you know need a nigga for for whatever reason, new service called rent a nigga. Having a party, need a nigga to be security, rent a nigga. Want to make your ex boyfriend jealous, rent a nigga and take him to the bar when he where he hangs out. Going to a new club, don't want to be alone. Having a barbecue, don't know how to work the grill. Email us if you have any questions or want to book a nigga. There's a 10% discount if you need more than one nigga. So if you're in need of more than one nigga, just let us know in your email. Disclaimer, niggas cannot be hired to do anything illegal. Fee for niggas must be paid up front via PayPal. Tipping of the niggas is encouraged. Everyone needs a good nigga every once in a while. Basically, he, he he's saying, it's just like Bill Burr said, everybody needs white people, you need a black friend. Black people, you need at least one white friend. Here he is, right here. David Chappelle said that too. Yeah. He's you, like, you, you know, if you're hanging out, you need one white guy. He talks to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great bit. Yeah, David Chappelle's, he's got a gift. One time this he is talks hilarious. about his white friend who was high, and he was like, Dave. I'm going to race them. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're next to cops at a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> he peels out, you know, goes crazy, swerves around the road, tells the cop, I didn't know you couldn't do that. <laughs> that was a good one. I knew you couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, um, oh, Kyle, let me ask yeah. you. So David Chappelle, right, kind of famously went off the rails, got a little crazy, etc., yeah. I thought he was just stupid, insane, ridiculous at the time. He had 50 million deal at Comedy Central, right? Yep. And, and he kind of walked away from it, went to Africa, and uh, got his head back on straight. And he did this routine later. I don't know if it was a routine, but he kind of talked about it. And he's like, crazy is the meanest thing you can say to somebody. He's like, because it's dismissive. You know, it, when you say you're crazy... You're saying that, like, you're both stupid, you're – it's dismissive. I wish I could fully put everything in there. But to call somebody crazy is to tell them they have sort of no worth. It's meaner than you think, you know. And um, when he did it, I guess I thought he did go crazy. And I thought his priorities were wacky because he turned away $50 million. I don't think so anymore. Like, now, when I see people – go in the spotlight and get a little bit crazy or a lot crazy. I should say I can almost see how that happened. Like it's not me, but I, I get it. Like I, I get how maybe you weren't wired for the attention you were getting and it drove you batty. You know, the, the Coney 2012 guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's doing this thing, supporting this, you know, invisible children for a decade. Everything's all going well. Gets a video with 100 million views, and all of a sudden he's masturbating on the corner in L.A. David Chappelle, right? He's doing his thing. Everything's going great. Suddenly he hits it super big. He gets what he always dreamed of, but wasn't built for it. Decides Actually, to take a break. I think Dave's problem was crack cocaine. <clears throat> I don't think so. No, I mean, that's Do what you the, smoke crack? Yeah. That's not what I – it's not what he said. He said it I, wasn't a drug thing. I wouldn't say that either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think it was crack cocaine. I thought that it was a fame problem, and he decided to sort of get away from it all. And maybe the maybe if it was crack cocaine, then that's a fame problem too. You know, it, it can be. 
But uh, I was wondering if you had the same sort of thought process is, is during your own sort of rise to whatever Z-list celebrity you know type thing that happens on YouTube. Like, do you do you look at people who don't handle popularity well the same way you did ten years ago? Um, I've never judged that sort of thing. I've always, uh, you know, pe- for a long time it seemed like celebrities were kind of put on a pedestal and people didn't judge them for the things that they would do. And that's kind of died off. People are, you know, they want judges to lay the hammer down on people like Lindsay Lohan and Mel Gibson and uh, and people like that. I still feel the same way. Eh, let them do whatever the fuck they want. They're entertaining me. I don't, don't, don't lock that guy up. I don't care if he was drunk driving. Fucking get him back on set. Guide him out there, feed him his lines, and let's go. I want to see a sequel. I, I like actors. I, I like. To, I, I think they are better than normal people, and I, I, I want to see them uh, with different laws applied to them than normal people. That's You're how I like fucked. it. Fucked. That is a <laughs> terrible thing. Like I don't. They're better than normal people, and they should have different laws. Yeah, dude. That's they twisted. found that guy. They, you, you remember the? Uh, you mean you know Daryl <laughs> from The Office, the the the, the black guy? Mm-hmm. Yes. They caught him with, like, a, a large amount of cocaine in his car. He's got a new movie about to come out this summer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know what? It's kind of true, though, that celebrities and generally just people with money do have different laws. I mean, I, I read a story this morning that um, in the national some national transportation board, a federal agency, wants to lower the acceptable blood alcohol level for uh, driving impairment from 0.08 to 0.05. They want to lower it universally, and all the states are going to adopt it. And that is going to have the effect of a lot more people are going to get arrested for DUI. Oh, uh, yeah. I made a face because I understood it backwards, but I understand now. Right? So a lot more people are going to be arrested for DUI. And, and people don't understand. DUIs, there has been such a campaign by MAD, all these organizations... DUI, if you're a regular person, fucks your shit up. It's, it costs like five to ten grand to get out of that shit. It and costs over twenty in New Jersey. That's the one I know. Ooh. And you are, you, like, if you don't have the money or if you don't have an attorney, you are fucked. You're just fucked, and you are, especially if you're underage too. Oh, bad. Zero tolerance policies are a mother. But Mark Grace is doing, I think, thirty days in prison or ninety days after his like fifth DUI and you read stories all the time about how celebrities DUI, 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 DUI now they're going to jail for 20 days and there is kind of that whole thing where if you have money in this country you you don't really have to worry as much because one DUI on an average person is going to fuck them up real bad one DUI on a celebrity or an athlete eh it's whatever. You pay your fine, you go about your business. Yeah. And, and it doesn't it doesn't really affect your future um, job. Uh, right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing, I'm going Wings of Redemption. Your future job, getting ability. So. <laughs> <laughs> in the marketplace. Oh, I did look. my George Bush. That's, I did my like, George Bush hands in the marketplace. George? Not George. Wings didn't upload the last PKA. He's supposed to. He's sad. Sad wings. Come on, wings. You gotta answer your we phone. Need to make him happy. We need to do something to make him happy. 
I'm going to fix his desk. I'm going to okay. pop some tags. I don't know what I'm going to do. Could, could, I heard someone say that, all right, so the Macklemore song, I'm going to pop, you know, I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that popping tags was code for shoplifting. They were popping the security tags off. Oh. <laughs> Think about it. I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. He didn't have any money, so he's going to steal some shit. That sounds like it could be true. I like that better. <laughs> I like that version of the song better. Yeah. I wish they were shoplifting instead of at a, at a at like a thrift store. Shoplifting from a thrift store, though? I mean... No, know. instead of shopping oh. at a thrift store, I wish they were just shoplifting from a regular store. Mm-hmm. Oh, Woody, so you probably thought... You're a bigger Redditor than I am. Explain the uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, de- Fitch debacle. <laughs> By the way, according to uh, Urban Dictionary, you're right about popping tags. Nice. <clears throat> um, so, at Abercrombie and Fitch, to work at the store, especially out front where customers can see you, as opposed to like in the back stocking or something, you have to be good looking. That's part of the deal, right? Everyone at your high school, you know, there's that clique of the beautiful people. They only want to hire those people. And they actually only want those people wearing their clothes. They don't sell their clothes in sizes for ugly people. That's their knock, you know, like if you have a weight problem or or whatever, they don't want that person to be in their clothes. They always want their clothes to be worn by like walking mannequins. That's their thing. And it's a business model. Hire beautiful people, have beautiful people wear your stuff, makes your stuff desirable and it makes your stuff high end. And um, the guy that is the, I'm going to call him the CEO. I don't know if he's the owner or what, Mm -hmm. but he's old. Um, How old is he, Kyle? Is he 68? Looks like it. And he's had a lot of plastic surgery. You know, earlier, Looks like it. You know, earlier we were talking about how people have these plastic surgery success. I'm not talking about him. He's a plastic surgery failure. Can uh, I get gonna, a link to this Reddit, if possible? Uh, or is it from Reddit? Or where? It's from Reddit, but like they've been hating on the guy. Like There's oh, okay. all these posts about him. There's not like a single link. Oh, but okay. I'm going to look up um, Abercrombie and Abercrombie CEO. That'll pop up his picture. Uh, I've got his picture. I just oh, want to. Dude, pick. wow. Oops. Yeah. So here he is trying to get like a nice big image of him. That, that was better before. Anyway, that's what he looks like. And he's. I mean, it, it just didn't work out well, right? Uh, One of and, the related images is middle aged Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> he uh he's like one of those plastic surgery warning stories and they like to hate on him because he's ugly yet he only wants beautiful customers and employees so i think that's what you were looking for kyle well that's not fair to hate on him for he's got a good bi- that's like that's that's just it's a business model i'm trying to think of a good uh a good metaphor that's what i thought too like I, it's not that I love him for it. Okay, I think he's kind I of a one. dick. I got one. That would be like, um, what if, uh, all right, so I'm drawing a blank. What he's what? saying is everyone who represents our product is a model, period. 
If you're wearing your clothes, you want to. If you're wearing our clothes, you want to vote our models. That would be like if Dana White was a really wimpy guy, and everybody was going after him for only choosing the best fighters. Yeah. Like, like no, it doesn't matter if Dana White can fight or not. He's running a business about fighting. Mm-hmm. He he didn't say he was a fighter. He said he he, he runs a fucking clothing business. He runs a fighting business. He doesn't have to be a fighter to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I wouldn't, even if the guy who owned Abercrombie & Fitch was literally too fat to wear his own products, I wouldn't care. I would make him respect him more. Because, <laughs> because, because here's a guy who, who is you know, going against his own people to make more money. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just see both sides of the story personally. Like it, I recognize it as a business model. That's what he's doing. You know, he recognizes the risks associated with excluding people. He also recognizes the upside. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Run your business. It's not dishonest, right? The dishonest businesses I really dislike. People who take money that's not deserved I really dislike. People who con. People who profit off of other people's pain. I don't really see him doing that. It just seemed yeah. trying to make his brand exclusive. And is he a dick? Well, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't see him as bad. I, I, yeah, I bet he's a horrible person to know in real life. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. But I just, I guess I just don't see him as a thief. And when I'm evaluating a businessman, if you're not that, then... If he tried to hide it, then he'd be a thief and he'd be a yeah. con man. If he was like, no, 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 we want everybody to shop in our stores, but then continued to do the whole that we don't make a size larger than a large. Yeah, no, I... I mean, I read an interview with him in some business magazine like years ago where he was, you know, flat out saying it. Yeah, we want good looking people to work at the stores. We want good looking people to wear our clothes. It's part of our business strategy. Okay. There you go. So. Yeah, I got a problem with that. Yeah, I hope it doesn't hurt you guys' feelings or anything, but (laughs) it's fine with me. (laughs) I'm not an Abercrombie model and I probably never will be. That's fine with me. I always I, I, will be. I wear a large. <laughs> I wear uh, I wear you a large why? shirt, and uh, my my jeans are like a like a thirty uh, thirty three waist. I like Get carbohydrates. <laughs> uh, dude, dark carbs good. the best. And sugar, good. It's the best stuff, man. It's it's and hard not to just go to town. Animal with that stuff. fat. Oh, love animal fat. The fatty part of a steak, best part of the damn steak. Not the marbleized thingy though. That like. Mm-mm-mm. No, that's the best part. Really? Oh yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know if I've even eaten that. Are we talking about the actual fat of a steak? Yeah, the actual it's fat like clearish. Nah, bro, I'm not eating that. That's that gets cut off and oh, goes to the wayside. So, oh, it I have so to. Good. I sort of want to nibble it now. Like like I, like all these years, I've been. You don't want to eat it every day, but once in a while, yeah, just put that shit in your mouth. Hell yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Please, we need a 10-minute loop on that. Oh, no. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, Kyle, Living Legends. Can we go yes. to that Brazilian, what is it called? Barbecue. Um, I don't know if there's one in Chicago, is there? Oh, that's where we, we went last time, yeah. Dude, we're gonna, we got we to gotta be careful with this food thing. All right, so we've got so much food that we're already eating. Oh. Really? The Brazilian barbecue too, huh? They're separate days. 
<laughs> I know. Every day is a big food day, though. <laughs> really? I only know of one big food day. All right, day. So, if I, so I can't go to Chicago unless I eat at two specific places. One is Portillo's. Um, that's the hot dog, hamburger, and Italian uh, Italian beef sandwich place. I don't know if you went there with us last time. It's I, delicious. I don't think so. Uh, it's good really stuff. good. It's good stuff. They, they, uh, their french fries come with a melted cheese sauce to dip them in. It's horribly bad for you. Um, but it's really, really good food. You ask anybody in Chicago, they'll tell you Portillo's is one of the best, like as far as like burgers, hot dogs, and Italian sausage. Um, there's Portillo's, like I said, and then as far as pizza, in my opinion, and obviously I've only been to Chicago a handful of times, but I'm told it's Luminati's. Luminati's makes this deep dish pizza that's literally about an inch and a half, two and a half. Is that inches. where we went? Um, no, no, okay. no, it's not. Unfortunately, that's the. But the pizza we had delivered that one night, that was Luminati's. Hmm. Luminati's is good. They actually ship it across the country. Like uh huh. Get on a plane with a Luminati's pizza and bring it to you wherever you are. Yeah, it's wow. it's incredible pizza. It's really really good. Um, and it's like a pizza pie. Like it's 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 no joke. And I like deep dish deep dish pizza. I always have. And then obviously I guess now Brazilian barbecue. Which for those of you who don't know, you basically sit down and. You know, there there is a salad bar, and when I say salad bar, I mean it's a huge salad bar. It's many rows deep, and there's every, there's there's good stuff on the salad bar. There's like cocktail shrimp. Salad and bar. You don't remember the salad bar because you ate nothing but meat. But yeah, you, dude, go to you know why? Because I got a fucking swinging cocking balls, and when I show up at a Brazilian barbecue, <laughs> something's got to die. Joe went to the salad bar. Anyway, the salad bar is My like the best salad stands. bar you've ever been to. It's, it, <laughs> right, it has everything you can imagine. There are like, there's like lobster bisque at their salad bar. But you basically sit at the table with a plate, and waiters come around with skewers of meats. And you tell them how much they, you want, and they give it to you. And it's everything from like goat to filet mignon to chi- you know barbecue chicken. Um, they give you like a stop sign, a red and a green. And if you're ready to eat, you leave it up green, and they just come and they give you soap. I thought when I went there that I was going to beat the waiter, that I was going to – I was starving. I think we had just trained or were just about to. I don't remember. But uh, I was I was starving, and I was there, and I was ready to chow down. I was doing my thing, and there is no beating the restaurant. The, the house no. wins every time. They oh. have – they will flood you with so much food – that there's no human on earth who wins. Eventually, you, you flip it red, you tap out. You cannot deal with any more food. It's a lot of food. It's Lots. cool. And then there's the eating contest. And then there's a fucking ice cream cake eating contest, apparently, I'm told. Uh-huh. Good God. White Boy, <laughs> White Boy is in. Woody's Gamertag is in. It's going to be a mess. Yep. Joe Lozon's in. It's it's gonna be bad, dude. Ice cream cake is gonna such a brain freeze, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not even in it to win it. I just want some cake. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the defending champion. You have to suffer through this shit. Nobody beats me at things like this. It's just not gonna happen. If it's something where all I gotta do is endure a little pain, you're not gonna beat me at that. What eating, holding my breath? You're just not gonna win at those things. Oh, I'd like to take you on in holding your breath. Uh, I got you. Be I, I. I can hold my breath for two minutes. Is easy. Two minutes is no problem. Um, it's it's approaching three where the problem starts coming in. I've held it for three and a half before. 
I know that's not like anything on like a like a world record scale because those guys do some kind of weird breathing techniques right, and stand right. on their and stand on their head and shit and hold their breath ten or twenty minutes. But yep, I am. Um, yeah, we'll do it someday. We'll find ourselves in a pool and we'll compete. Mm-hmm. I think I'll win. I don't know. See, here's the thing. A little pro tip about aging. There's shit that I used to do really well. And psychologically, I think I could do those things. And it's almost random as to what you can do and what you can't do. My daughter can't do a cartwheel. I have no idea why. They're easy as hell. And I was like, I could do that. Turns out I can. I can still do a cartwheel. But I didn't know. Some shit's just been removed from my repertoire. I used to be really good at climbing ropes. That's something apparently I can still do. But there's other things I can't do. Like, Let me just say this about you climbing the rope. Woody went up a fucking rope like 25 fucking feet and, t- and slapped the, the like sign on top at this uh, at this like um, military training facility. At this thing. military training facility. It was, it was one of the challenges for these spec ops guys. And I'm like, oh, I can't climb that fucking rope. Woody's like, really? I go right up that son of a bitch. I'm like, do it. And he's just, he's up it. He's just going. Like a ladder. I climb like ladder. ropes like people can climb rat ladders. Like, I'm, I don't know why. I, I've just always been good at, at that. But I there's other I think it's your calves. And <laughs> I No, he was using his legs a lot. And his willingness to have them get rope burned. I don't know. No. I've got hair on my legs because I'm a man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because hair stops rope burn. It does. It does. Try you, using your mammoth? feet. Try using your feet. <laughs> <laughs> For people who don't know, Kyle's got the hairiest freaking feet of anyone you've ever met. I, I, I joke that he's second generation to walk fully upright because he's got freaking Neanderthal feet. But um, yeah, but I, there's other like when I played ice hockey, I played ice hockey, right? And um, I, I, I'm not good, good, right? I'm sure there's some Canadians out there listening who are like, I wonder how good Woody is. Not as good as you, right? But. <laughs> Um, I played B League ice hockey and sometimes A League. There was a season where I got more MVP awards than anyone else in the league, and I was a competent player. Like I could play, and um, just like my goal production just started going down, and I didn't understand why. It just I thought I was just as fast. I thought, but I'm just not freaking scoring like I once did, and um, like. Other players would enter the league, and I'm like, damn, you know, like, this league's really getting talented. And I think what happened was, is I aged. Like, shit just got removed from me. And uh, that is is part of the deal. Like, you're not as athletic when you're older as you were when you were 25. And um, so, I forget how we got on. Oh, holding my breath. I have no idea. It, it, when I was on the swim team and when I was in real shape, we would do these drills. Now, you know how long a 25-yard or 25-meter pool is, right? Like a, a full-length pool where meets happen and there's lines on the bottom and everything. We'd take one breath a lap. One breath a lap, I could swim pretty much forever on one breath a lap. I wasn't running out. I wasn't going down. That's all I need, one breath. i take it at the middle of every lap, do flip turns on the end, and I would never run out. But I don't know if I still have that. But I'm willing to put it on the line, see if I can hold my breath longer than Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I um, I know I I don't know how long the swimming pool that I'm I usually swim in is. I don't know how long swimming. Does it have are. lines on the bottom? No, no, it's Short. it's not that pool. Yeah. Um, it's like a standard backyard pool, mm-hmm. and I can swim like 
one side or the other is no problem at all, and doing a kick flip and coming back almost all the way. I can do that, and I'm, but I'm a really bad swimmer. Yeah, so. <laughs> that, see, that's a tricky thing, because I'm thinking I could do three laps in that pool, but I don't know if that's a holding your breath thing, because I, I just am much more efficient in my swimming. Yeah. And the thing about kicking off the other side, that gets me like a quarter of the way across the pool. I don't yeah, know. that's it. Right. Yeah, I, keep flip. I probably go a lot further than that off my flip turn. Oh my god! <laughs> like my my flip turn. It's sort of like Aquaman's, but better. Oh, I I wasn't bragging. No, <laughs> I think it, I was just talking. My my, uh-huh. my my kick turn will take. Dude, I was a collegiate swimmer. If I went a quarter of the way underwater off a like backyard pool, they do better than that. Yeah. I guess maybe half. I don't know. Maybe it is I, half. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I haven't swam since last year, so I don't swim much. I swim maybe once or twice a year. I should though. I should I should build a pool. I want a pool. That's what I'm getting a pool. Yeah, I picture that like Reddit cat with the newspaper. I should build a pool. <laughs> <laughs> I need more pool here. Make it so. How long have we been going at this? We are approaching four hours. We started almost four hours ago. I'd like to actually break four hours. Like I'd love to tack on five minutes and know that we've got four hours in the bag. One more topic. Bring it, Lefty. Let's do this. My topic? Yes. Uh, Okay, hold on, hold on. I had a really (coughs) good one. I was like, oh, we could talk about this. It would be good. But then I forgot. And shit. Oh, wait, it was Deadspin. That's what it was. Deadspin. Hopefully you haven't talked about it yet. Uh, never mind, maybe it's not Deadspin. It's all Watch Lefty. I do this all the time, man. Mm-hmm. I came up with like five topics. And a guest. I've got one. I mean, I have one left. Mm-hmm. It's not brilliant. Hence it being the last one. Do you want to bail out here? I thought I had one. It was good, and now it's not good. What did I do with it? Look at Lefty. Go ahead, do it. All right, there is a new Facebook application. You know how you install apps on Facebook? Uh It's called Social Roulette. And when you play it, there's a one in six chance that it deletes your Facebook account. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's for people. Like, if you're on the edge of staying or leaving Facebook, this kind of puts it on there. And if you do it, then um, you survived and you get, like, a badge of honor on your timeline every time you play. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> yep. It's, it's, it's Russian roulette for Facebook. And I'm like, I can't do that shit. Like... I have 130,000 likes on my Facebook page. I don't want to throw that away. <laughs> well, but, it wouldn't but, be for that. It would be for your personal page. But they're linked, right? Uh, I don't think... I think I, you're right, though. It probably wouldn't be removed. Yeah. But just the same. I thought it was an interesting idea for an application like to remove... You know, Facebook, in the business news, they I'm, I'm totally losing my voice. They say that Facebook is doing okay they have these new ad sources and it's whatever but when i talk to people everyone acts like facebook is dying (coughs) 
What do you think? Is Facebook dying? I don't People think so. People done with it? I, I, I don't. What think are they so. moving I to? I don't see that. Yeah, where are they going? They're Twitter? doing different things. Twitter, Snapchat is real popular. It's like the problem with Facebook is the parents inv- invaded it, and now everything on Facebook is so public and whatever. And Snapchat is a way for you to just share stuff with your friends and then have it sort of go away. And it's supposed to be this personal intimate thing. Like I, I sometimes I wonder like, oh, you know, should I be getting on these things because we work in social media, right? Like should I be getting on Snapchat? But people use things for different ways, right? Like do people want to sign up to like let's pretend we're real stars, right? Do you sign up to Robert Downey Jr.'s Snapchat? Like the, I think Twitter is where you expect to interact with people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Facebook is where you interact with people you do know. Snapchat is for people you interact with, people you share secrets with. Like, it, I don't know. Does my do, do I belong on Snapchat to like share my videos? But it goes right away. That seems silly. But it doesn't go like it goes away after you see it. Like I, I mentioned, I, I was asking somebody, how does this work? He's like, oh yeah, I have ten seconds to view it and it's gone, which. For you naked women is more than enough time. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke I saw on on SNL. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. So and she's like, yeah, I've got like seven queued up that I haven't watched yet. You know, pictures or something. And you go, you look at it, and then it's removed from you. Hmm. <coughs> Seems like uh, didn't that guy in your mail Monday like show us dick in a? Wasn't that what he was doing? Um. I don't. Was there a Mail Monday where he did that? Oh yeah, yeah. The one I, I do. Yeah, I did one of those a couple of weeks ago with, with FPS Russia. He I showed his dick. I, I, I'm curious how that works. Not because of the, the how, to, how to take a selfie of your dick. No, uh, how how Snapchat works as a as a thing. I, I've never even looked at it. Yeah, I looked at it. My ID was taken, and I was like, ah. Oh, is this worth it to me to write them and try to get like my ID? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, if you want pictures of uh, of my penis, then let me know, and we'll uh, I'll sign up for a Snapchat account. Oh my god! <laughs> Just a joke, people. So I would screen cap that immediately. Oh god, yeah, like it, dude. So a lot of people know my user ID on Reddit. And it makes me very aware. Like, if anything's, like, even naughty, I'm like, well, I, I don't think I should be replying to this thread. You know? I need to, to stay away from it. Someone will judge me. Everybody judges you, Woody. They're all judging you. It's the internet. That's what they do. They judge me. That's <laughs> what the internet's for. So, uh, shall we call it a show? I think so. Hey. Your wings, sad face. I yeah, I was really hoping Wings would come. That's what yeah. she said. Well played. Painkiller already, episode.